in the corner. Nobody feels baby in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> At backs on attack. Advic save. Wow. How many starts do we have there? That's three. That's the third start. Yeah. Jeez, man. Uh, it's tough. It's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying never trying to start podcasts early. Trying to start a podcast early. Yeah. No. Not unless that. you're not a pimp. <laughs> well, we're not pimps. No, we started. Uh, yeah, I know. This is the six thirty. This the dot. Is, yeah. uh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a nice like you you we usually start. Yeah. At like six thirty. Mm-hmm. Attempt to. Attempt to. And then by like six forty five, we're good to go. Yeah. Usually, but, depending um, about time, what time I get here. Hopefully, if I'm not running late. You're you're usually pretty good. Yeah. You're you're almost always on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not today though. You were early today. Yeah. You weren't just on time. You were on time plus. Yeah, I went to go see. I think I, yeah, I told you I went to go see a personal trainer. Just get an idea of how much it would cost and uh, what they what that would entail and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, but this is not an Orange Theory personal trainer. This no, is I, a, I, I quit Orange Theory. Oh, get out of town! I said I was going to do it. You said you were, but I mean, like you know, you also said you weren't going to get an S twenty. Yeah, yeah, but, but I quit. Yeah, <laughs> but you quit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, wow. I'm done. Uh, April eleventh is my last day. That is impressive. April eleventh is the last uh like last day that you can go. Yeah. And then after that, you're you're finished. Finished. I'm finished. Yeah. Then after that, oh, I can man. focus on like uh, just do it by my myself. I can focus on life. Yeah. Do it by myself. <laughs> Living my best life mm-hmm. on my own. But I mean, you already have a pretty good knowledge base. Yeah. Like I don't know. I think the uh, I kind of explained to the the lady at the the place I just went came from. Mm-hmm. She's a personal trainer. I just told her like she's like, what do you do? And I kind of like just laid on the line like I just said this is what these are my these are my workout habits and stuff like that. And I, was, yeah, yeah. I said there's always there's obviously room for improvement. But then yeah. she said. She's like, you're pretty much already in shape. Did she give you the up and down and be like, ain't no room for improvement here? Yeah. Uh, Shake your head of the Z-snap? No, I, I did that. Was she a sassy black lady? No, she, I did that. Oh, okay. I, I, you're I, not a sassy I, black lady. No, but I said that, that same, the way you said it, I said the same thing to her. That's, oh, that's pretty that good. Was my, that was my icebreaker. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then she looked at me like, just get out. <laughs> yeah. And then- uh, I'm embarrassed yeah, for you. Yeah. So yeah, she just said, you're not really, you don't really need to do anything. And like, if anything, like I, I said, I want to increase strength, stay lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're you're not obese. You're not out of shape. You you are in shape. You just want to tighten up some of the yeah, but what the nuts said, and bolts. Yeah, when she said you're already in shape, I was like, why? why I don't need to, playing with nipples. What is this? <laughs> what is that for? Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to be like, hey, hey buddy. Yeah, you want to fine tune everything. You want to fine tune it all? The radio dial. Yeah, but she said like you. She's like you're pretty much already in shape. You just, all you want to do is improve. I was like, yeah. I'm dead. But then she said that, and I was like, I can do it by myself. Yeah, you can do a lot by yourself. Yeah, but I, I, at, I at could, the same time, yeah. I think the personal trainers are they they have a purpose. No, they do. They definitely do. Yeah, but I think. Uh, not for me. Yeah, if you're motivated to do it yourself. Yeah, like if Elon Musk can like launch a rocket <laughs> by just reading other books, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can get, I can become a little bit stronger just by just by reading. Just that by is the research. new man on the moon. Yeah, we can put a man on the moon, but I can't get into a gym. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're you're pretty uh, pretty good at staying. Yeah, in, with, in yeah, the gym, with though. the equipment I have at home, my biking and my my new profound like uh, epiphany of running. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I should be okay. Your new zest for life. Yeah. Uh, with all your gear, you're gonna be okay. Ah, uh, we'll see. Well, we were we were talking about that earlier. How you kind of felt like maybe you overspend, but at the same time, we made the comment that like, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in a triathlon or you're yeah. gonna be like a a cyclist, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna buy a bike that's over a thousand dollars. Well, also like I think I think of it this way too. It's like um um if you're gonna buy all those items separately, mm-hmm. let's say one day you're like, yeah, I need those pants, right? We should we should just say that you bought a bunch of running gear. Yeah, I bought from yeah. On Running. I went mm-hmm. to their website and I said, you know what, I need to like, okay, I need to get like I want to get like a comfortable running shirt. Uh, some, and then I need a nice hoodie for running in the morning. And then uh, I only wear tights. I don't like wearing tights when I run, but I do like yeah. I like, do like to cover my legs. So I was like, okay, they have they do have running pants. They're they look they look pretty good. Then mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
Yeah, and I saw the I saw the running shoes that I can wear just for running. But the ones I bought, those white ones I, I gave you, I yeah. showed you, those are good for like running, but they're also meant for like like almost like a cross trainer, like a cross trainer, yeah. right? So like uh, and it's used in the gym and stuff like that, right? Whereas this one is a pure on running shoe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, like the if I had bought all those things separately, then it'd be like okay, that would you know. But I was like, it, why why not just get all of them at once? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I like, said, okay, it's, but, but then it's no different than buying an ice bike. No, not really. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's just no bike. <laughs> there's just no bike. I mean, but yeah. these things are purpose built. Yeah. If you're gonna buy, there was that uh, that old old school theory. I can't remember what it's called, and I can't remember who wrote it. Um, but it's from like the 1910s or 20s. Mm-hmm. That's when you when you looked at the way people bought boots who needed boots mm-hmm. compared to people who could afford nice boots. Like yeah. Not not so much the ultra wealthy versus the ultra poor, but the people who were in a better position to buy nicer gear compared to people who needed to get gear now yeah. to do a job to earn money. And there were these boots that had like a, a bad sole, a bad insole, a lot of rubber or a lot of cardboard and um, not the best leather. Yeah. So these guys were spending less money because they couldn't afford to buy nice shoes. Mm-hmm. And then there and those shoes were giving up sooner mm-hmm. because they're just they weren't they weren't great. Right. And then uh, for the whatever kind of labor job they're doing, whereas people who were higher up in position or in status or had more cash could buy a slightly nicer or more expensive shoe yeah. that was more expensive, mm-hmm. but it would last way, way longer. Yeah, way longer. So who's spending more in the long run? This guy who is buying the the cardboard insole shoe or the guy who's buying like the, the, the what's it called? The rubber insole shoe, whatever they're using at the time, right? It's kind of like the same thing with Vitamix. If you want to buy like just a regular blender, <laughs> you have to go through 10 of them at the same time as like one Vitamix. It's true, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're dishing out what you're dishing out for the, the gear that you bought. Yeah. But they're gonna they're gonna last you longer. They're gonna save your feet. They're gonna they're gonna keep you healthier. Yeah, that's the one thing too. Like I was so used to running like uh, um, Adidas Sambas. <laughs> really? Not. I mean, they're nice shoes, man. But come on. No, uh, you're more right than you think. Um, my Sambas, uh, the ones I always wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still in great condition. But look, remember, I think so are I t- mine. But when I took them to New York, yeah, and I was walking like twenty kilometers a day, dude, on concrete, on concrete, yeah, hard pavement. First two, first two or three days, I, I I gave up. My feet were just killing me. Oh yeah, and they it it, it tore the skin uh, off my the, my soles, and then uh, by about after the third day, I was totally fine. But the, mm. but the damage was done, and uh, now I'm like now you know like if you like, I tell everyone I'm like if I anyone's going to New York like I, I, I that's the first thing I would tell, say to them is like take a good pair of walking shoes. Yeah, who gives a shit what they look like? Just make sure they're comfortable. Get yourself some black and purple sketchers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know that exa- the yeah. exact comment about what you just made. Those black and purple sketches. Mm-hmm. My mom went to New York, big family trip, and uh, I bought her a nice pair of shoes. She had a, a real nice pair of Merrells. Yeah. But those Merrells were purpose built for hiking and like like trudging around, yeah. tighten them up, mm-hmm. and don't wear them for like more than a couple hours at a time. Yeah. They were they were like an approach shoe because mm-hmm. she does a lot of that shit, right? But then in New York, that approach shoe when it's tight around your foot the entire time, it's yeah. not a walking shoe mm-hmm. on concrete. It's a hiking shoe. It's a hiking shoe. And it was great for her for hiking. Mm-hmm. She could go all around Banff and shit in those shoes. But then she gets to New York and she's like, my feet hurt. These are really nice shoes. What the fuck? Yeah. And she went and bought a nice pair of black and purple Skechers. Mm-hmm. They're not pretty. They look like a, an orthopedic nurse wears them. Mm-hmm. But man, she just like just ripped around New York in those things. Oh, really? No pain, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you like you said, you, they don't have to be pretty, but they got to do the job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the weird thing is like uh, we were talking about drones uh, uh, a little, a little earlier, earlier. Yeah, day. Uh, so I was like showing my uh, 
I was showing my dad my uh, my 4K TV. We're watching some like 4K footage about like just Iceland or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like drone footage. Yeah, drone. F-. And then he's because he asked, he's like, I said all that stuff is filmed with a drone. And he said, uh, he goes, oh, he, my dad's like, then it piqued his interest. And I was like, I said, I th- I'm thinking about getting a drone. And he goes, do it. Then he's like, he's like, he, yeah, that's what he said. He said, you should. Those things are great. I'm like, in. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you could, you could, you could do everything with them. He goes, the photography is great. It's I said, remarkable. And so I said, yeah, I'm probably gonna get one. So what that. Probably with that, my extra credit that mm-hmm. I got from Best Buy, I think I might put that towards a drone. There you go, man. Yeah. They have some nice ones there, too. Yeah. Um, everything, like if you watch Netflix these days or anything, mm-hmm. like any, almost every Netflix production, because maybe it's the trendy thing to do, mm-hmm. they're all using a drone. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at what used to be a helicopter shot back in the day, yeah. or even those crazy high crane shots they used to do, yeah. now they're just strapping on like a, a GH5 with an overpowered drone and just yeah, cause you don't going, need a, right? Yeah, because you don't need a, a monitor, right? Well, I mean, depends on what setup you've got. Yeah. But I mean, if you kind of know your shot and you've got a wide angle lens mm-hmm. and then you've got your phone right there, yeah. like your phone's going to be your monitor. It's going to it's gonna send it back. Oh, okay. Depending on how close you are to it. Yeah. Um, these days they're better and better. So, I mean, you can you can connect them pretty well. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, you I, don't need to buy like an external, like an Archos or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, I don't, uh, um, I think that's going to be, um, that's going to be my new purchase. Then I'm probably have to, yeah, then I have to upgrade my computer. So. Um, uh, yes and no. I mean, um, these days as well, like I've got some software I'll just throw your way, but like DaVinci Resolve is really good. Uh, I think well, maybe well, you might have to upgrade for, for DaVinci Resolve because the new version. My, my, my computer version, is pretty old. <laughs> it's pretty old. Yeah. I also have the oldest, like an older version. I think I've got 13 yeah. or, or 12, mm-hmm. which is, which would probably run on your machine. Yeah. But um, yeah, for anybody who does want to get into editing, DaVinci Resolve is free and it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's, um, don't, I, I don't like being like, I'm not going to trash, uh, Adobe Premiere mm-hmm. because I use Adobe Premiere every every day yeah. and I really like it. It's it's my go-to piece of editing software but for what you can do like on Resolve it, it doesn't make any sense for somebody to spend the monthly uh, the monthly fee now mm-hmm. for like um, Creative Cloud. Creative Cloud I think it's going to be like eight or nine bucks a month. How much is Final Cut per month? Oh, no, Final Cut uh, you pay one time. One time? There's no subscription Oh, yeah, that's to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Adobe is getting cracked a lot. Adobe is getting a lot of software stolen, so I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's better software out there now mm-hmm. that's cheaper yeah. and does pretty much what the average person is going to do. Like I, I can get if you're like a hardcore creator to spend the money on uh, Adobe Premiere, mm-hmm. especially because with Creative Cloud, you can be editing on one machine and then leave that at home or leave it at work and then be at work or home and do the same work. Mm-hmm. So that cloud is there. Yeah. But... Um, Really, like for the average person, DaVinci Resolve is so much mm-hmm. is so much software. Like yeah. it's just so much. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna be just fine with that. What kind of computer would you rec- recommend for having to do like to do that kind of editing on? Uh, not so much the kind of computer, but you gotta have a pretty big like. Uh, I guess like specs wise. Specs wise, yeah, you want to get like these days the i nines are kind of they're still kind of iffy. You can get by on an i seven. Mm-hmm. Really, it's more about the speed, right? You can do it in an i five. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got like a decent i five with like a lot of RAM, mm-hmm. RAM is your big one. People will say that your gra- your memory, your graphics card is the most important thing to have. Yeah. Um, when you're actually rendering the footage, when it's sitting there on its own, and you've hit that export button, mm-hmm. it's your GPU. Or your CPU is going to do a lot of the work, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got like 24 gigs of RAM yeah. on like an i5 that's running like 2.5 to 2.3 gigahertz, mm-hmm. you're going to do all right. Yeah. It's pretty good. The 7s, um, I don't know about the newest, newest ones, but like depending on if you have hyper-threading or how many cores you've got, mm-hmm. like a quad core with hyper-threading will probably, with like 2.5 gigahertz, will probably pull it off. I know that's that's basically what I have. Mm-hmm. And I can do 4K with really no problems. Oh, okay. I've got um, 24, 24 gigs of RAM. 
So it's um it's running pretty quick. It's it's not really an issue for me. Okay. But eventually it's going to be like I, I can already tell now like sooner or later it's gonna be. Yeah. Like I'm shooting more and more in 4K now. Mm-hmm. So I know like eventually it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna show up. Yeah. But I don't think like, that's still I think pretty far down the road. Yeah. I guess if you I guess if you cut like half an hour footage into like a, maybe like a uh maybe into like a fifty like a maybe a ten minute video. Yeah, I mean, if you've got like, let's just say for an example, for example, if you want to do, let's see, um, let's see if you have thirty minutes of raw footage, thirty wanna, minutes of raw wanna, footage, and you want to you want to cut it into a, into like a ten minute four K video. That's usually how it goes, like YouTube yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Like travel footage. Yeah, uh, and you've got four K ten minutes. Yeah, you can get by with sixteen gigs of RAM. I mean, again, that, it, even then, you probably get by with eight gigs of RAM. It'll just be longer. longer the the rendering yeah. time might take you longer. Yeah, the computer exactly. is gonna like get hotter, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, definitely get like, a cooling mat. Yeah, because like it's, the fans gonna be working pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So um, you can do. It. I mean, you can do a lot of that kind of stuff on an iPad these days, right? Yeah, but your iPad's gonna get warm. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna you're gonna end up with that kind of stuff. So I again, really, you can you can kind of get away with it mm-hmm. with eight gigs of RAM on like a high speed processor. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend definitely like looking at a, a really good graphics card then to offload some of that. Yeah, because a lot of the visual stuff that you're gonna be seeing is gonna offloaded. Mm-hmm. Like it won't it won't do all the work because it's not it's, you're not playing a video game where yeah. graphics are intensive or heavy, right? Mm-hmm. You are really doing. Like a brain work more than show me work yeah. when you're gra- when you're editing video. So you get like I said, if 16 gigs will do it with a decent GPU. Like even like a, G- a GTX can pull that off. You don't need like ray tracing. To yeah, it's true. Do yeah, video I, editing. Yeah, because I'd rather I the because I'm I'm trying to think of like what hardware to get. So it's either like I'm I'm gunning it down to like a uh like a laptop. I want to yeah. do I would like to do it on a laptop. Okay, yeah. so if I'm doing it on a laptop, okay, that that part's taken care of. Now, do I do it on a there's three ways to do it. It's either Windows or Mac, right? Mm-hmm. So like, do I get like uh, a laptop from like Memory Express? Yeah. Do I get a Surface? Yeah. Or do I get a MacBook Pro? I wouldn't do anything on a Surface. Just not. There's not enough, and there's not enough room to grow. Not on, not on a, on a Surface Pro, like 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 a two in one. I'm thinking like the Surface laptop. The laptop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that you can add more RAM to. Okay. I don't know if the Surface Pro is like locked in. If it's like soldered RAM or not. Don't know. I wouldn't even touch a Mac. Mm-hmm. Honestly, God, I I like Macs quite a bit. I uh, they're pretty easy to use. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that as soon as I open it up, it's like, well, what? How do I change the RAM? It's like, mm-hmm. guess what? You can't. Yeah. It's basically an iPad with a with a keyboard attached to it. Yeah. Without a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. That that's what Macs are now. Mm-hmm. So I I wouldn't even go near a Mac. I would go to Memory Express and tell them, or you know what? Even go to Best Buy and pick up the nicest gaming computer they got. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you pick up like a, a Republic of Gaming. Uh, laptop mm-hmm. or a uh, like I think that's Acer right Acer is ROG um, no Asus is ROG Asus makes Republic of Gaming yeah. mm-hmm. and um, you pick up or like a, an Acer uh, V Nitro mm-hmm. the black edition I think comes now with 24 gigs of RAM mm-hmm. and it's got like a pretty nice GPU for what you're gonna do that'll probably take care of most of your problems how much, is those, how much are those running ballpark Top line, like top end, probably twenty four hundred bucks. Okay. Uh, lower end, maybe seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Around that. All right. So I mean, it's not gonna if you're if you're serious about doing the work, it's not gonna destroy your bank. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it is kind of it is one of those things where you look at it and you're like, that's a lot. Oh of, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a I'm, lot of cheddar. Yeah, if, like if I'm gonna be like if I'm gonna go down that road, then I'm like I know those are the uh, those are the expenses that come with it. Yeah. But and again, this yeah. is just like what I'm talking about is an average idea of what you need. Yeah. People can always be like, nope, I can do it with this. Or they'll be like, uh-uh, man, you need all this shit. And you probably do, mm-hmm. depending on how far you want to go or how little you want to do. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there are, there's a lot of ways to do this. Yeah. It's not like um, video editing and uh, and video work and then photo editing is not like an exact, like, you, you need this exact thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're going to do it. 
I mean, there was a time when people would say things like, well, if you don't have a full frame camera, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But it's like APS-C, APS-C is pretty great. Yeah. And Micro Four Thirds is growing even better. Mm-hmm. It's getting b- bigger and bigger, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got good glass and you're not like dealing with a lot of chromatic aberration with your camera and you're producing good high quality images, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you've got. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you've got a great artistic eye, I couldn't care less what you've got. Mm-hmm. If you understand what your shutter speed means to your focal length, I don't care what you've got. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of guys out there who will tell you, this is what you need. And they'll look at you and be like, APS-C, hit the road, homie. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, man, it's not like that anymore. So anybody who tries to tell you that you need the biggest and the best mm-hmm. and your shit doesn't doesn't stack up, mm-hmm. yeah, I would go and make good content and mm-hmm. shove it in their face and be like, yeah. my content's better than yours. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm driving my Ford Pinto like a Ferrari and you're driving your Lamborghini like a grandma drives a smart car. Yeah. Like, you've got a real nice no, that setup there. Yeah, yeah, that makes right? sense. So, like, a lot of guys will do that. They'll have real nice gear, but they create shit. Mm-hmm. I just say, even with your smartphone, man, if you've got the passion to create good content... Mm-hmm create good content mm-hmm. and um if your gear isn't the best like there's a really good video right now online i think everybody should look at it it's by google searching or youtube searching the toolbox fallacy mm-hmm. and the idea is that everything that you've got is like you keep saying i'll make good content when i have good gear and that's bullshit you should be making good content now mm-hmm. and your content might not be as great as what it can be in the future but make great content now always be creating something um, that contributes to the happiness of somebody else. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do, yeah. it doesn't matter if your computer is not great or your camera is not great or whatever. You've got a supercomputer. You just bought a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you've got a camera on that thing that puts most uh, point and shoots to shame. Mm-hmm. All point and shoots to shame. Mm-hmm. Maybe not an RX. Maybe not a Sony RX. Those, those things are mm-hmm. it's incredible. But but you can do really good work now with what you've got, and you shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed. And if somebody criticizes you. That's their own failure mm-hmm. as a creator. If they're yeah. like, nope, you need to have this great stuff. It's like, nope, that's your own, that's your concept as a creator. Yeah. I can do my own creative work here mm-hmm. and I can make it look really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it doesn't matter what you've got. Mm-hmm. So never, never, never worry about what you're going to get. Make good content now. Yeah. Edit your 8K footage on your phone that can edit 8K footage. Yeah. Because it can. Because it can. Yeah. You know? I mean, it'll, it's, got a, it's got a native editor in there that can do it. Mm-hmm. So worrying about what you're going to do with a laptop later on, mm-hmm. as long as you've got that now, do it in there right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, this is yeah, this is all about just like, you know. Oh, I'm not gearing this like, towards you. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that to get that out, well, out that, there. That's like the, that's the vibe I'm getting. No, uh, well no, it's not directed <laughs> at you. <laughs> I'm not trashing you for that's not creating good content. It's just I'm I'm talking about people out there who will tell other other people who are maybe you know worried about what gear should I get yeah. to make the best stuff. Yeah. It's like, look man, you just worry about you. Make good content. Make people happy uh if that's your goal. Make people think if that's your goal. Make yeah. people question the system if that's your goal. Yeah. But if you've got a phone in your pocket these days, you can make really good content and not worry about the shit that you've got later on. Toolbox fallacy, man. Everybody yep. should watch that video. It's it's incredible. He talks he talks about um Michael Mann, Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise. What's mm-hmm. that? Uh the Hitman movie. Yeah. What about it? That's that's his main uh his main theories revolve around that. He mm-hmm. talks about how Jamie Foxx's character yep. is always looking at the, hey man, one day, one day I'm going to get enough coins to go there and do this. Collateral. And the, uh, collateral. And the idea is that it's like, you're, you're never going to do it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise tells him like, you're never going to get there yep. because you're always thinking about one day. Mm-hmm. Sell your cab, sell your house, yep. sell your shit. You're by yourself. Know, yeah. What's that line? He's like, what the fuck are you still doing driving a cab? Exactly. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, mm-hmm. you'd be doing it now. Yeah. So agree. you should just do it now. Mm-hmm. Create good content now. Yeah. Don't tell me how later on. My, my cousin, man, I'll shout it to him too. Bike dad on, on YouTube. He's got like a, um, like a pretty good, 
um, GoPro style setup. Mm-hmm. It's not a GoPro. He's got a pretty good bike. It's not the greatest bike, mm-hmm. but he's out there grinding all the fucking time, mm-hmm. like making content that he thinks people are going to be interested in mm-hmm. and just doing it because he, he can do it. Like just because, why not? Yeah. Now, if he thinks to himself, like I need a better bike, I need a better camera, I better have a better laptop to edit all this shit, mm-hmm. he'll never do it. Yeah. He'll always be doing something else, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but he's making good content because he can. He's got the ability to do it, so he just does it. Mm, okay. Why well, not, man? Yeah. No, why not? And DaVinci Resolve is free. Your phone you've got in your pocket. You've got a computer. Yeah. Do it. Make do good it, content. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, uh, I heard I was when I was at that uh, uh, that lady who was um at that fitness uh training place. Mm. She uh, we were talking about uh, um, like I mentioned to you because you're you do uh, she she's training in uh, jujitsu and I said oh I'm, I'm um, I, do, I do a podcast my the guy uh, my friend who I do it with she he uh, he does Muay Thai and he's uh, he's really big into MMA and she goes and they were talking about uh, favorite fighters and I said yeah uh, Habib's probably my favorite fighter and she goes yeah I think that fight's gonna be shut down <laughs> maybe yeah. I mean I think everything's being shut down everything's being shut down like right now again uh, huh imagine if that fight gets shut down again again man I mean. And not even because something those two guys did. Yeah. Because coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, like, the NBA just shut down. Uh, what was it? Gobert? Gobert? Yeah. And and Donovan Mitchell both have it. Yeah, right? On the same team. They have it. Yeah. They they both have it. Uh, Kyle Lowry, you said today, tested positive. He tested positive. Because he was hugging all those guys after a little skirmish. Fuck, man. Uh, the NHL has just shut down. They suspended their season. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we'll get some summer hockey. Well. I'm excited the, about that. Yeah. The thing is, actually, they said the cases in China are actually going down. Yeah. I, I think... Um, I, I got a I don't know I, I have theories on that too I think the report the reporting has been bad because we don't know how much of that we don't had. know um, like also, Russia says we got nothing I think Russia's got a lot yeah right? um, what was it uh, um, what did that director of uh of I guess he was um he was what he's one of the directors for um uh just for like for vi- for, for um, outbreak viruses like mm-hmm. he, he was at he was on Capitol Hill and he was saying that. Uh, uh, basically saying that the, uh, government, he said it without saying it but he's saying that the government is not you guys are not acting fast enough yeah and he's, then he said uh, he goes he goes he goes. we have to look at these areas where it is where it is not uh, located we have to look at those areas as well mm-hmm. and he said then he goes Wayne Gretzky said it best he goes you don't go where the you don't go where the puck is you go where the puck is, is going to be god what a great line yeah that's what, what a great said. line from a viral like a virologist yeah. what do they call virologist whatever, virologist whatever, yeah whatever like virologist yeah. He deals with the bad shit, <laughs> but like what a what a nice what a nice comment. Yeah, so he said that, and then, uh, um, because uh, you know the outbreak in Italy is pretty <laughs> He's bad. The cycle, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, because you know Italy has that is on basically a, a lockdown, right? Oh yeah, like nobody out. Yeah, you know, okay, United States is only weeks behind Italy when it comes to like the, I guess severity speaking, the number of cases. Like per capita, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, they're just weeks behind them. That's rough, man. And, and now they've shut down all travel into uh, outside of the UK. Nobody can come in. No, yeah, except UK. Except the UK. Yeah, it's ba- which seems like very much a <laughs> screw you EU. Yeah, like, it's a very deliberate. Exactly. So, uh, uh, I know. who knows? Is that even going to work? We don't know. I don't know, man. I just think it's uh, um, they interviewed people who who've, who've had it and mm-hmm. they got over it, mm-hmm. and they said uh, one guy said he got it, it gets. It's better before it gets worse. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, see, it's uh, so. So you start feeling better. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he got really you bad. And then, he, then he got pneumonia. Oh, rough. And then he. Uh, so he's like, I was. You're uh, you're all kind of vibrations. Your phone. The, um, so yeah, he just said it gets worse before it gets better. Oh man, 
That's a, so it gets better. Oh, sorry. It, it, you start off feeling fine, and then you, worse, and, and then, then like uh, then you you start feeling worse, and then you get better. That's uh that's aggressive. Yeah. I mean, well, this was it's weird too, and well, the planet's trying to kill us. That's what this is. Yeah. I mean, they they knew that it's like, well, where's a, a large population? Give me a, a strange animal to eat. Pangolins? Well, we already have a coronavirus in pangolins, so let's just ramp this one up. So this is the planet just trying to get rid of us. But um, that's a joke. Calm down. Calm down. Um, but at the same time, it's just like. It's just funky how it's almost like it it kind of learned from the last few coronaviruses. Like, what was it? Was not so, was SARS was a coronavirus. There was SARS. There was a but SARS. You were contagious after you were you were sick. You'd be sick and it would be like he's got SARS, and then you get contagious. Yeah. Whereas this, you're contagious for two weeks mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you get hit by it. And then in that two weeks, you've been touchy feely. You've been high five and hugging Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And then he doesn't know it. So then he gets sick after he two weeks, sick, right? Then he gets sick, yeah. So it's like it's reverse of that, which is just, it's it's crazy how the planet's like, I've got a problem. Yeah. It's tr- I'll take care of it. It's trying to thin the herd. We won't let it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, did you watch Trump's Oval Office speech? No, I, I got the gist of it. Oh my God. It was, te- it was pretty bonkers. It was terrible. Well, he's not, he's not able to convey no, e- human e- emotion. Even before it, there was like a snippet where he's like, uh, he's getting a speech ready. They're like doing a testing on him and they're testing it. They're like, okay, President Trump count to 10. He's like, one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And they checked his nose and he goes, and they caught it. I could show you the, the Twitter uh, <laughs> thing. He went like this. He looked at it and he's like, and he, I guess he made a mark or something. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and he went, uh, oh, fuck. Anybody got some white stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got some white? <laughs> white out? Oh, oh, whatever, yeah, he man. said a lot. He's like, oh, fuck. I, but, think, I think that's a, that's a, anything you say about Trump now is almost like, just beating a dead horse. Yeah, who cares? It's like Trump. we know he's a schmuck. No, no he's a shit about him. The worst part about it, about the the coronavirus thing when it comes to leadership is it seems like yeah, and you can you can bash all of them. They've all been pretty bad at it. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got like a a strong leader and then coronavirus comes in your country and this all starting like things are starting to break down, people are fucking buying toilet paper. Why I don't know. All that stuff happens. A leader comes up and he's like, "Look, this is gonna be rough, but we can all calm down because we're gonna get through it as a people, as a nation." My Obama voice. I'm gonna say we're all gonna get it together. But I'll, I'll, give, it. I'll give Obama one thing though. He hmm. he did actually like he he had he had the ability to, to calm the nation. To calm the nation. He's like a lot what? of them do though. Yeah, a lot of them do. Like uh, actually, his predecessor. Mm-hmm. Well, when he came to Katrina, <laughs> wrong or not? Yeah, he's like I don't like a. Uh, there's a hurricane. Uh, people are wet. <laughs> it's windy. Yeah, they, people it's, are gonna wind. Uh, people you don't do like the shoulder shrug. Yeah, they, they do the shoulder shrug, and then you're uh, no, he's, he's yeah, you're and saying, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's like this. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, people, he's always tight. People are wet, and I was like, yeah. So he he botched Katrina like fucking crazy, but Katrina was not a uh, country killing disease. So uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. So it was something different. But I think like if you've got strong leadership that can that can convey calm, yeah, properly, mm-hmm. then you people tend to all right, you know, then the kooks, the sandwich board people, mm-hmm. they also don't get like freaked out. But now you've got a guy who's like, the world's ending. And then the sandwich board people, the mm-hmm. kooks who follow you, mm-hmm. they go kooky. They go they go full kook and they spread out. They spread out. the virus. Yeah, then they, they politicize it. They politicize it. And it becomes its own little viral Yeah, because um, a competent leader would be like, you know what? He, he puts people in calm. Jail people. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he calms the, the country down because he has like, he hears from everything. Yes. Like he'll hear, he's, he, does, he, he can say it with confidence because like, okay, this is what we're going to do based on what, uh, you know, uh, Homeland Security is saying about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the uh, 
uh, what the medical field is saying about this. So he's like, he goes into groups, they they come to conclusions. Yeah. Be like you know what this, because we're gonna do our best to do this, and we're gonna we're gonna. You know, we're going to uh, we've got gonna systems people. in place. Yeah, we're going to have vaccines available for yeah. this. Um, so this we want to keep you guys in the loop. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah, a big so. part. The loop is a big part. Yeah. Keep them in the loop. Make sure they understand it's going to take a while. But we're going to get through it. Exactly. We're not we're not like a, a developing nation. Then we're going to help the developing nations. They're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. The world's going to heal. It's going to be fine. Everybody chill. Yeah. I like was it. Were you here for H1N1? Like, I mean, I was I wasn't. That's a weird question. You were here for H1N1. You were yeah. in Canada. Was it this nuts? Because we were in Thailand no. when it happened. No. And um, like well, we barely like, heard about it. The thing is, like, people weren't as scared as they were that now. I guess, like, then, instant like, tweeting wasn't there everything either, is right? like Everything is, like, dialed up to 11 now. Well, it's, like, Walking Dead is around the corner. Yeah, exactly. I bet you there's some people. I, I caught myself thinking about it, too. I'm like, okay, what about what happens when the zombies come? Well, you're going to get a, a shovel. I'm going to get a shovel. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah. A shotgun is stupid. Shotgun's a crossbow dumb. is useless. Yeah. I, if anybody, look, if anybody thinks that Daryl, whatever his name is, on Walking Dead, is walking around shooting one zombie, then shooting another zombie, and they're both running at him no. with a crossbow, you're out of your mind. I know. Crossbows don't work like I, that. I'm actually moving to the mid, I'm moving to like the, the uh, right in the middle of, of, of Texas. I'm living there because those people. All guns. All guns. Like those people will protect you. I've said it a thousand times too, man. The zombie apocalypse started tomorrow. By what? Tomorrow Friday? By next Friday, we're just walking around with shovels and carrying them in our trunks. Yeah. And there's gonna be a public service announcement that says if you see a zombie, smack in the head of the shovel, dig a hole, bury it, walk away. Make yeah. sure you get the head. Yeah. Bury it, walk away. Mm-hmm. And then it's gonna get normalized, and they're all gonna be gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, this thing, I went, actually went to uh to superstore, and I, I went to the, the I just went to go take a look at the toilet where the toilet paper is. <laughs> yeah. It was completely empty. It's gone, man. It's gone. And I was like. I was like, oh, whatever. So then I went to the, uh, went to go pay for my stuff, and then I'm like, how much? Uh, I, I, I said, the, I said to the lady there at the front, and she, I said, how much toilet paper have you gone through today? And she's like, a lot. <laughs> I said, people, I, I said to her, I'm like, people are idiots. And she's like, why? And I said, toilet paper's for like, it's for drying. I'm like, it's not for cleaning. I'm like, that's what, that's, that's why you have a bidet. Oh, you got, you lucked out. You got and, a bidet. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, that's what it's for. And she's like, she's like, you have a bidet. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, don't you? <laughs> oh you yeah that's no i know i know I, I didn't say that i said you don't that's you I don't yeah i'm like you don't you don't i just i because I, I that's I, even more dickish no, I, I know it was, <laughs> don't you it was a throw it was a throwaway archer line what yeah it really was yeah. but that is you are the guy in the commercial for bidets that whole situation you just had was a commercial like you don't know it because we're in a different dimension, mm-hmm. but in a different dimension on the the Rick and Morty TV channel, yeah, yeah, you were in a commercial you didn't know, yeah, exactly. and in front of you, like in a in a nice different screen, is like Carwell bidets, yeah, exactly. Don't you don't, have one? Don't you? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Blast water in your rectum. Yeah, exactly. Don't you? It's it's great. It's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're you know how I know it is because your voice cracked. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh my god, you have no idea how great this is. Yeah, I sound like that pubescent guy from The Simpsons. Oh man, I'm going to my break now. It's pretty crazy though. Like when this kind of thing happens, and again, like I've like I always say, I don't I say colloquially the crazy people, but the, the kooks, the sandwich board people. Yeah. But it's funny how people get sued. Like those are the ones who are getting super influenced by just mm-hmm. buy. How do I if I get quarantined, I can't leave the house. I gotta have as much toilet paper as possible. I yeah. use a lot of this shit mm-hmm. i shit a lot yeah i gotta be able to wipe my ass it's like you just what about food man yeah what about food why just eat less just well eat less but like buy enough food to last you for the month grow a garden grow a garden but um yeah i was surprised man like mm-hmm. we, we were shopping today because uh we had to, uh, just buying stuff mm-hmm. i was like you know i'll just buy a bunch of chicken 
uh, get some rice because mm-hmm. like little things all just like keep in the back. You never know. They tell you, hey, shut the fucking doors. Yeah. Nobody leave your house. Yeah. But it's like all the rice was gone. Like why? Just buy like a little packet of Uncle Ben's. It's not good. Like you should always have enough food in your house to uh, stock the, you up for a couple go, weeks. Yeah, go to the Indian store. <laughs> go to the Indian store. Yeah. Give him some cash. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was nuts, man. There were so many things that were like essential food items that were mm-hmm. still on the shelf. Yeah. And then there were a lot of non-essential food items. Yeah. And perishables mm-hmm. that you're or no, like non-perishables but non-essential that were gone. Oh yeah. It was it was nuts, man. It's like you can't buy Ritz crackers for shit. Was that the Sobeys over here? No, it was the Walmart. Just around down the street. Oh yeah, yeah, like, but, uh, yeah. Because I went to the superstore and, the, and I went to the other Walmart. Hmm. Yeah, it was like totally dead. No one. It was like yeah. There was still there was tons of stuff on the shelves. I think people. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna die down. I think it gonna definitely like, is gonna, die, gonna down. die down. I think uh, what what it cracks me up the most, like during Y two K, how we went to superstore and I saw this like Indian guy, at, like like India Indian, and he just had a, a shopping cart full of milk. <laughs> I mean, it was like all the milk. And in my head, I'm not thinking to myself, this dude is stocking up for the apocalypse. I'm thinking he knows how crazy people get out here. So he's stocking up because he doesn't want any of these other sons did, of did bitches. He have a, did he have a turban on? No, no, no. Just a regular old guy. A regular old Indian guy? Yeah, a regular looking Indian guy. Okay, pretty wondering- pretty I'm- normal looking Indian dude. I'm wondering if he's doing the good water run. No, I've seen those guys. Okay. Yeah, no, this was definitely, he was... Because those those guys usually have a pallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they have, like, the big... Like, I've seen the guys who go, like, if nobody knows what we're talking about, but they make a lot of, like, milk tea and milk products oh, yeah. in the uh, in the uh, temples and Gurdwaras, and they usually buy, like, a lot of the rice and the flowers and the milk. Yeah. Like, that's, those are staples. Yeah, actually, you know what? yeah, you're right, because they usually get them from... They usually go, go to Costco to get that stuff. Costco or over here. I've seen guys buy it here in the Walmart. Mm-hmm. I've seen them come here in the Walmart and tell the girl at the customer service desk, like, hey, you know what? Last time there was... 98 and I bought 100 so I don't get jipped for two sacks of flour yeah and you shouldn't if you're spending money on flour flour is not super cheap yeah exactly and all that all that uh, everything good the water spends is like is uh, is free that's right yeah, it's all yeah. donations it is a it, church and it's uh, it's tax free yeah it's tax free yeah it's kind of weird when you, when you go to I was at uh, this is just me personally speaking but like uh, I was at good the water like I was watching my cousin get married and uh, wait, wait, you're watching your cousin, cousin get married, or well, were you I, at your cousin's no, wedding? Well, I was, I was sitting there. I was, <laughs> no, I was actually watching the ceremony, and then I, I looked at the screen and like the, the songs that were being sung, mm-hmm. and it's, they're just traditional hymns and stuff like that to get that they're singing. And uh, but all the lyrics, so they had, they had the, all the lyrics uh, on like a little sing along. No, there was a screen out there where tra- translated them all into English. Wait, wait, was it English or Anglicanized? Like it was all in Punjabi, but written in. Uh... In like yeah, English characters, the, the top part would be like uh, they, they they would sing in Punjabi, and then mm-hmm. on the screen it would go like side by side. Like on the, there's on the left hand screen would be in Punjabi, and the right hand screen would be English. So I was reading in English, and it said like how we are all slaves to God and stuff like that. And I kept oh, and I was God. reading it, and I was like, hey, I was like, ah, not for, <laughs> not Sikhism. <laughs> That's why I I don't like real, all religion, man. Yeah, like I'm not like I I I do like the, I do I don't like. Culturally speaking, like I do, like love the culture and stuff like that. I don't. Yeah. I've never been religious. Yeah. But uh, when I saw that, I was like, I can't do it. Means? Yeah. I can't do religion. I mean, we've we've already talked about yeah. it in a couple of podcasts. But uh, I just look, man. I'm not even agnostic. I I think it's fine if that's your thing and you like God and that's your that's your belief system. Cool, man. Go yeah. nuts. I don't even mind if you tell me about it. That's cool. But don't expect to convert me. Yeah, because I, I just can't believe that like I, that whole concept of like the man in the sky and he's got a reason for everything and mm-hmm. those kids are sick and there's a reason for that. I just can't do it, man. I, I'm just not on board. But the other thing is, is that uh, there's there's a certain uh, like there obviously like if you there is the case for religion is, is that do you believe in you is a belief in a higher power that is controlling the faith. everything, right? Yeah. By the same token, uh, is uh, uh, 
if you are someone who believes in like uh, who seriously like adheres to uh, simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Simulation. Oh, nice transition. So if, you, so if you if you think about it, like simulation theory is just like we are all like, you know, we're in a tub of goo mm-hmm. and we're being controlled. We're, we're, and we're just we're just a lot. We're our, well. You're thinking matrix simulation. Well, kind of. Let's, let's say we're just we're just entities in a simulation mm-hmm. that live in a simulation that are controlled by uh, some other guy. Some other guy. Goo. There is a. What is the inherent difference between the two? Well, that's that's why I can't really stick to either one. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm 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 yeah. kind of like. Uh, yeah, I'm an even keel on all of it. Yeah, like I mean, I can if somebody comes to me and tells me like, okay, so we're in a simulation and this whole thing is happening because we're an either an echo or we're like a hologram, whatever kind of simulation I call it. I know there's I know there's differences in them, like the echo theory and the hologram theory and simulation yeah. theory. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like yeah, cool, man. But like I'm not gonna like why like what what like if we're a simulation and that's why these people in the world that that makes more sense to me actually mm-hmm. that's why kids get cancer or people get ill or you know good people get hit by cars mm-hmm. whatever happens we want to see how people react to it yeah to avoid it outside the sim mm-hmm. right or you tell me that like god has a this is such a heavy topic god has got a purpose for you mm-hmm. and the purpose for you is to watch your child die of an illness yeah that's that's the purpose for you. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, why? Yeah, why? Like, why? Why is that my purpose? Yeah. Especially if all see, I'm gonna yeah, do that, is that, like go fucking hang myself. Yeah. See, that's a good divide between the two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes that 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 makes total sense. Yeah. To me, that makes more sense. Yeah. That we're a sim, and you know, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's that wasn't even your kid. Yeah. Your memories are all false. You're in a simulation to see what's gonna happen in the real world when that situation comes up. Exactly. And we're making the yeah. real world better. That's exact. That's literally exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you show it to me. Yeah. See, so. see, you're, you're, you're thinking on the same lines that I am. Cause I'm yeah. like, so like if, even though the simulation is not, let's see if this is, this is what we're living right now is the simulation. Mm-hmm. Everything that, everything that either is good or bad. Yeah. Is, is basically a test subject. Yeah. Well, it's purpose built. Yeah. Purpose built to see like, you know, how it's going to happen, how to improve. Yeah. I'll let that shit slide before I let the the idea of like a invisible man in the sky. And the worst part about the the God thing for me compared to simulation theory mm-hmm. is how, and even maybe, maybe that's the same, who knows, mm-hmm. but so much of it is, is like, is driven by money. Like so much of it is influenced in it in like somebody's, somebody's pockets are getting lined. Like if anybody doesn't think about that, think, just think about Martin Luther, right? Mm-hmm. The drive of uh Northern, of like Northern Europe and Christianity into Northern yeah, Europe. That's right. Yep. And how much of that shit just comes from ripping off. Odin, ripping off. Yeah, that's right. Ripping off Vikings, man. Mm-hmm. Santa, coal, houses, election times, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like just start doing a deep dive. Yeah. I don't mean go to Wikipedia. I mean like start doing a deep dive about how Martin Luther grew the Christian church mm-hmm. or the religion into the North countries, right? Yeah. That's all real. No, all that was because they wanted more cash. They wanted more cash. Like we have, we need money. Where are you going to get it? Mm-hmm. Let's drive north. Drive north. Yeah. How are you going to drive north? I don't know. Sell them on Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. St. Nicholas. How? It's like I don't know. The elections over there happening Christmas time. That's our up north, Northern Star. I, make something up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like the Slepnir, yeah, reindeer. Yeah, it's all good. Don't believe anything. Seven hooves, seven yeah. reindeer. Shit, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like all that stuff comes from somewhere else, right? Oh yeah. The less sense it makes, trust me, the more, the more they'll want it. The more, the more they'll want it. There's yeah. just so much of that that's driven by by just like making things up. To bring people in mm-hmm. and then telling them this happened for years. Yeah. Right? And then, like, the same guy will be like, well, uh, what about King Arthur? Mm-hmm. King Arthur was fake, and we think oh, all that comes from somewhere, too, man. Yeah. Somebody took something, got Uther and Arthur and Pendragons, and made a bunch of stories up and sold it to somebody else. Like, yeah. everything is driven by cash to create a mythology, and, and religion is no different. Oh, mind. no, yeah, because that, that practice of, like, uh, of, uh, the acquisition of wealth yeah. uh, at, at the expense of anything yeah. is the. Um, has been around since like almost like the dawn of man almost like it's like it's been like uh absolutely it's 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 not like 
it's it's what brought us to where we are but also it's like it's like it's what brought us to dark ages basically it's like it's true man like it's like if you get somebody who wants to do something Mm -hmm. somebody else will say you can't do that there until you pay me Mm -hmm. taxation yeah and the church is like we're a church we believe in god god is a higher power no taxes yeah i guess not exactly it's like now you've got these two people like what are we gonna put put money in the plate pass it around (laughs) put money in the plate and pass it around and now you've got this weird like standoff Mm -hmm. like well i'm a i'm a i'm a city official i'm a king I'm a I'm a shogun. I own this place. Yeah. I the church doesn't pay me. Mm-hmm. Well, they believe in God, so I better get religious, right? I mean, like we, I, I better get a title in the church. I better get a title in the church. Yeah. I'll buy a title. I'm part of the church. Now exactly. I get cash too. It's like weird shit. Like that happens all the time. Oh yeah, because no, because no one wants because like no one wants, especially in the in the time during when like uh in, when the Catholic Church like back in the 1600s, mm-hmm. no one wanted to like no one wanted to work. And like, plus, like the, the hierarchy was like was at an all time like it was an all time shit show. No oh, man. And so like, uh, um, yeah, it was yeah, it was just like uh, the more research I do on it, especially when I was watch- when I watch documentaries on how like, uh, not to make myself smarter, but just to like know as much as I could to know as much as you can, man. And uh, uh, yeah, like like what the there's no such thing as the good old days. <laughs> no man, no, <laughs> not like what's that uh, that everything, line? Everything is better now. Everything is better in yeah. the current era. Everything is better now. Everybody says care. shit I like that. Uh, people say it was, it, the, the good old days is fucking lying. You're full of it. You're full of it. You're totally full of it. It's the, that, the line, man. Like the way you said it was, was perfect. There's no such thing as the good old days. What am I doing? There's no dust there. The good old days where it's like, uh, I wish we knew we were in the good old days when we were in the good old days. Yeah, so I don't like, understand why people try to relive the past and stuff like that. It's like very few things are as good back then than they are now. Oh, yeah. It's like, I could think maybe like vinyl for sound but mm-hmm. even sound like sound is better now but we have vinyl now we have vinyl now right but like there's no uh everything is better now like like i remember i was watching uh the grand tour and uh richard hammond and uh, jeremy clarks were driving all down we're driving old like uh aston martins and uh, jaguars mm-hmm. against each other there's reliving their past that james may comes in with a, a honda <laughs> civic type r a brand yeah, yeah. new one and they're like that car's ugly he's like he goes you two are idiots yeah he goes he goes, uh, everything is better now. You guys are reliving the past in those two junky cars that they're gonna break down and stuff like that. He goes, Look at my car. He goes he goes, What's wrong with it? You know, like yeah. the best part of that is probably the way he was steering compared yeah. to the way they were steering. Oh yeah. They were like white knuckle holding on, cranking the wheel, and he's just like with a finger. Yeah, exactly. He's sitting there and he's like, Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, Okay, Jay, let's see and they were driving down a road and he said, Let's how fast let's see how fast your car can go, right? Yeah. He's like and then they go, On this road there's actually usually speed traps, so James May is popping a ticket. He just like he's like, Okay, fine. So he put his specific type R, he just Doubt shifted, blew through everybody, <laughs> and at the hotel, his car was right there. He was fine. Yeah, well, totally fine. But Hammond's car did not have; uh, it was a convertible, and was worth two million dollars. Oh god! And he's like, I don't know how to. I can't secure this car. There's no garage. And and James Bay's like, he's like, you're an idiot. And he just yeah, walked away. People just walk past the Civic. Everything is better now. Everything is better now, man. Yeah. Everything is better now. Yeah. I used to think about that with the um the yeah. idea of going back in time. Mm-hmm. Like if you could go back to any era, I like I used to love the Back to the Future, man. I'd go to the fifties. I go to the 50s. I think about like if I went to the 50s, if I got transported back in time to the 50s, I wouldn't make it. No, I I get raped. Yeah, I'm a I'm a short, bald, brown guy. They probably never seen the Indian people before. Oh man, in like that town yeah. in uh, what was it, Hill Valley? Hill Valley. You go into Hill Valley and you walk around like they barely let the the, the, the mayor. Yeah. he was what sweeping. Someday I'll be mayor. It's like, yeah. Yeah, good luck, pal. Yeah. Oh, a colored mayor, that'll okay, be the day. Yeah, I'll be the day. You psycho. Yeah, if I showed up, they'd probably like... Uh, they, what they, are you? Yeah, they, they'd be confused. Like, are you Mexican? Are you Italian? Are you Native Indian? They, I don't know. Could you they're imagine when they hear you talk? You sound normal. You sound edgy. I'm like, yes. You're speaking American. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 
yeah. Where'd you learn it English? I'm like, (laughs) what'd you learn it English? Yeah. (laughs) I like how their, their English would be like almost subpar. Yeah. Hill Valley in the fifties. Yeah. I would never, there's no era that where I'd want to go back to and visit. Yeah. I mean, barbarian times. Conan. Yeah. Hyperborean age. Actually, uh, I, I would like. Actually, I'm sorry. on my back and a horse under me. <laughs> I can't think of like. I guess like an era where like I could just be invisible and just see it mm-hmm. would be the uh, would be the industrial revolution. If I could just just go through there, that would be just, pretty cool. Yeah. Man, if you're invisible, mm-hmm. yeah, the industrial revolution would be pretty rad. Because I mean, there's like, I don't know. My head I always think everything was so much bigger, yeah. and grimier, and smokier, and Jack the Ripper ear. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And I, I'd like to see like you know feudal Japan. That'd be pretty rad too. And also uh, China before they burned all of their records. <laughs> yeah. China before they they got the fires of the libraries. China is just like if they don't if they don't like what they're seeing they're like fuck it we'll just burn all the records and forget it existed. They're, they're just, built and, on and, censorship. I just and just built something new. Yeah, they're they're built on censorship. It's crazy how how China has like just uh, like you have to go to Taiwan to to view any like uh, historic art or um, or literature about China. Yeah. Because nothing is in Hong Kong. Nothing is in Beijing. There's nothing. And then they want to get their hands in Taiwan. Yeah. We, we need to get in there. Yeah, exactly. What have they got? Their doors are locked. They're not letting us in. Fuck, man. It's in, it's incredible how China just like rebuilds itself over and over again. That's like, and like they, and it's nothing. Like people, people look at the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. Like look at these cranes. Look at these buildings. Like, look at fucking China. Yeah, look at China. Like, okay, Jesus. the Emirates, the Emirates, there's nothing there. There was, there was nothing there. And when you look back at like what was there before that, they're not hiding it from you. No. They tell you where they came from. Yeah. China does not. China's like, yeah, you see a you see a skyscraper. What was here before? Was that a do no. I see like a, a feudal castle wall? Like no wall. No wall, yeah. Only new. No, that's that there was that was a fishing port now of ten thousand people, now it's a city of thirty million. Yeah, that's it. Shining, glistening, beaming beaming glass towers. Yeah. And they build, yeah, they'll build a building that are like, okay, it's the middle of, a train has to, has to like, it's, it's by, is getting in the way of it. They put the train that goes, the train will go through the building. Yeah. It's incredible. It's wild, man. Yeah. It's like, technologically, like they are, they're amazing. Uh, engineering wise, no one, no one touches China. Yeah, it's very hard to touch, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like when it comes to, uh, to like, you know, the censorship and, and just the, the information like the the sharing of information, the, the control over people, and the control of the people, it's pretty gross. Yeah, on a technical on a technical level, yeah, there's the control over people when it comes to like yeah. internet uh, internet freedom. Yeah, they're the worst. Twitter, I mean, they got a Chinese Twitter because they don't want to have like a, an open Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty nuts, man. But then Twitter shuts. But then their again, shit down like too. you know, I, I kind of, I don't see like it's not like I, I see where they're coming from, but mm-hmm. like same time, it's like the government did so much to make sure that the. Uh, Said, okay, you know what? We're gonna build this city. We're gonna do everything we can, but all we ask is like you guys uh, adhere to certain rules. And they, especially when Shenzhen was was built, yeah, that's they, uh, that's scary too, though. Like, well, you can do whatever you want as long as you adhere to these rules. Yeah. Well, what are the rules? What's well, communist China? Yeah. Well, keep your mouth shut is the first rule. Yeah. But, Don't talk about the rules. Yeah, but but how many people came up out of like uh, to come to middle class? Like, if you look at if you look at Shenzhen now I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. perfect because like you know they obviously they, they want to have like as much access to the internet as possible no right? system is perfect yeah but like if you look at uh, like if you look at the city life and like how, how they're living and stuff like that yeah. it's incredible it's like um you know when you when you would see it, it, weirdly it always kind of reminds me of when um when Mr. Incredible in the Incredibles mm. goes to the island where what's his name is the the kid yeah yeah, when Mr. he Incredible takes, is, he's the is he the blonde or the uh, the blonde, the yeah. big blonde guy, mm-hmm. Mister Incredible. Yeah, but when he goes there and he's out like uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. he's on like a monorail that goes through this mm-hmm. weird ass tower and shit, and it's all technologically advanced. It's yeah. like its own little uh, Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like that's like how do they build that out there? Yeah, that's Shenzhen. Yeah, 
When you look at it, like it's fucking Wakanda. It's mm-hmm. Chinese Wakanda. Oh yeah. How do they build this out here, man? It's incredible. How it's they, pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see that uh, that uh, that that news doc documentary document? The one on CBC. It was on. Um, I saw the thing they had on CBC when they had hour the, long the, the buildings, they, the glass, and the, did, the and trees. Sh- it was that one. It was that one reporter who went out, went in Shenzhen. He was talking about. And he went through the whole city. They, he helped up with the tech journalist. I think it is the one on CBC. And then they went to they went to that huge arena that's in the middle of Shenzhen. And they had that. that uh, super familiar. So yeah, so if you haven't seen it, uh, and for the listeners who haven't seen it, uh, there is a. Uh, we can even link it if you want to link it. But like, yeah, the, there's a. What they did is that they took like. Um, um, all these kids who are who want to become like future engineers, they uh, they have this huge facility, uh, like a massive uh, stadium, mm-hmm. but you can play like you can have like a basketball. It's like it's bigger than like NBA stadiums. And what they do is it's that like an arena. It's like it's an arena. Yeah. So like what they do is that they don't the, the sports that they hold in there um, are battle robots. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so like all these kids are just they're, they're working twenty four hours a day. They're, they're they're sleeping on the ground. They don't shower. They're just like trying to like build these robots, and they got they have battle bots that just fight against each other. And they're not small. No, these things are like these, these are, are not like uh, they're not the battle bots. No, no, yeah, this is nothing you see from toys. These are like twelve these feet. Are, yeah, these are huge. And like what they do is that the winners are the ones who get like they get jobs at DJI. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not this is no joke. Yeah, this is what they're fighting for. That's that thing they had a couple of years ago where the um the American team is gonna have their like Patriot bot and is gonna fight the Chinese robot. It got killed. It got destroyed. It got man. destroyed. Because like it's you you've got one team of guys who are like, mm-hmm. we'll beat that kid who built a Chinese robot. Meanwhile, that Chinese robot has been through dozens and dozens of battles. Mm-hmm. And that team has cycled all their tech and all those kids have come and gone and come and gone and more kids go yeah. in. And that thing is fortified. Mm-hmm. It's it's like uh, the what's that the red guard? No, red guardian is is Marvel. What's Marvel, yeah. What's the red the red one from DC Comics when they had the uh, the hero twelve or the hell they're called? Oh, they got the one big yeah. giant red robot. Yeah. Like oh, that's a that's a Chinese destroyer right there. Yeah, it's um it's crazy. Like the uh how um it's great that all the countries come in. They all because that that is the ultimate place to battle for, right? It's wild. Yeah, and then they show like how um. The difference between like if you have an idea for like a an IT company, if you want to create a product, whether it's a uh, a water bottle that has a Bluetooth speaker in it or something mm-hmm. like that, or whatever it is, or a Bluetooth speaker that you connect to a bottle, a bottle, yeah, crazy shit like that. Exactly. So things it's, like it that. is innovation happening all the time. Exactly. So like all these companies that are let's say um uh from around the world, like so they want to like they said okay fine we have this i we have this uh we have this IP and we want to like uh find one we want to blow this up to scale we mm-hmm. want to want to make sure that we can engineer all this stuff like in-house and we want to be able to mass produce this at scale so they're like okay you know what we, we live in california right how many factories are there in california that can mass produce those speakers yeah not very many right soda pop speakers for example right that, that's what we're talking about yeah yeah it's a so, it's a bottle that hooks into a speaker yeah, yeah. so and in europe uh there's this thing called neuro headphones mm-hmm. those really good nice over ear headphones those things are great so they but the guy who designed it i think he's from europe i believe and he said, "There's no such, there's no factories here that we can like mass produce these." Yeah. And so what they do, they move, they move everything to China. Yep. And so you could not only get, you can not only get the uh, the uh, um, the designers there, but if you want to go, uh, there's and plus if you want to produce in America, there's so much red tape. There's like you have to do, go through all these. There's stuff. a lot. You have to leap over all these hurdles in China. All it's a f- couple of phone calls away. Your produce, your uh, whoever's your manufacturer is literally a draw, uh, like is literally like twenty minutes away. Mm-hmm. And they could, they'll be like, "How many do you need? I need five hundred thousand. Like, yeah, done. Gonna steal your patent, so exactly. We're gonna steal your patent, exactly. Though. Yeah, but, but that, but that's just it. Yeah, but also like the uh, the the community around there is very democratic. Mm-hmm. No one is trying to steal ideas like how is the United States where everyone's like globbing for everything. Yeah, 
there's there's enough for everybody there. It's very strange, right? Like yeah. it's a, it is a very democratic system where they in, in a communist country. In a communist country, yeah. Like there's that weird honor thing is still there. It's like I shouldn't steal his idea, mm-hmm. but the American guy comes up with the concept. And they're like, I'm gonna build that. Oh yeah, like even, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take his idea. Yeah, even the Chinese, even all the Chinese companies there, mm-hmm. they all share their ideas. They're like, yeah, there's, it's all open. Duh, but on, yeah, it's open. Yeah. It's on purpose. Yeah, nobody's stealing ideas. No, it's like because they want to make sure that the flow yeah. is not interrupted. Like, make sure that you know products can like be spit out. At, at just like a, at a that's how you base. end up with a transcend exactly like that, that's how you end like when you when you have that much sharing of ideas where it's like we're all gonna get fat mm-hmm. like we have a bunch of ideas we're gonna share them I'll make what you're making you make what I'm making we're all gonna make our shit mm-hmm. but we're all gonna make money and we're all gonna get fat yeah it's like it's a very different way of thinking than what we're used to yeah I, I think also I think over there it might be harder to keep anything a secret that too yeah so maybe it's beneficial just be like instead of hiding it have somebody steal it what yeah. we should do is we should all just share our ideas yeah because like it's the same thing with like uh like with tesla tesla doesn't hide any of their uh, intellectual property mm. it's it's give it away. basically open source it's open sourced right mm. but the thing is that's that's great because he's like he, he invites everyone to like uh just before you uh, get there but like just uh is that everyone has the opportunity to do this stuff to get but, in there and figure it out um uh, he did Tesla did get it first so they are like mm-hmm. they are years ahead they're way ahead so like and plus like, when you think of electric car what do you think of well you think of Tesla you think of Tesla no but what I say yeah. they are what I was going to get at is they are basically open source or they are open source they are open they source they are open yeah. source but then again like you said it's not so much that they're just years ahead but it's like that thing where I'm going to give you the I mean, you're, it's open source you're going to get it you're going to get your hands on it but not what I'm working on you're gonna get what's out there. Yeah, like I'll give I'll give you an example of that. So they but they basically show. I think I might have t- told you this, but like they what they did is they took the model they took a model three's um uh circuit board out right the mm-hmm. main the main circuit board that has the the motherboard on there, um uh, pretty much the board that runs the 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 it's the, the brain of the car. car. They actually showed that to like so people you know any any manufacturer can buy a model three and then take it apart and, oh, this, yeah. and then reverse engineer it right. Mm-hmm. So they took a look at it. I think these are people from Volkswagen or. I think it was from Volkswagen. They took a look at it and they and they looked at it. And they said, "We can't even figure this out. We can't. We can't do this." Yeah, they're like, "What is this?" Yeah. So, uh, the the hardware is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But like, if you can, if you can make something that has like if, if a, like a computer system that no one can copy, and the manufacturing process you can get to scale. Yeah. But but produce very simply. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do a lot. Like that's why the mo- the model the the Cybertruck looks the way it does yeah that's not the final like way it's gonna look but it but the pro but the manufacturing thing is very easy because if you look at the the, the panels they're just like they're flat just like, panels they're man. flat panels you yeah. have to just stamp them and then just hook them up to a chassis and then you're good it to ain't go. tough and you're good yeah. to go and people probably don't give a shit in their mind they're like this is fine i would buy that car i would buy that in a heartbeat yeah yeah nobody needs to have like you know the molded front end and the, the unibody construction this is all just panels being this jammed is, yeah, into exactly. a really strong it's, frame. yeah it's an exoskeleton and, see that uh, uh the little one the little one pull the Ford. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, it's small. The Ford can pull that. And it's like okay, well we're gonna up the weight. Yeah, we're gonna drop fifteen hundred pounds in this thing. Yeah, I know, and I, it's gonna pull a Ford. Yeah, there's a there is a uh, um, there now. I think I just read a something on YouTube. I was watching a YouTube video about this guy who just follows Tesla like it's his life, and he said and he said um, uh, Tesla's opening up another factory. Yeah, no, no. I think that, I just that's, gonna, that. that's yeah. gonna be in, that's gonna be in Texas. Yeah, big one. It's not a. It's not. It's not even the plans. Don't make it look like it's tiny by any yeah, means. It's, it's gonna, Texas size. Yeah, so it's gonna be like uh, that's. I think that's where they'll be making the Cybertruck. Very likely. I mean, very likely. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think it's a. It's very much like um the tech that they're withholding. They could give it to you now, but it won't be exactly what you want. And it's like we we said about the rocket exploding. It's like yep. yeah, it's good the rocket exploded. Yep. Because the data that we collect from this is how we're gonna make the next one. But they've already got the explosion data from all the Teslas. Mm-hmm. 
And the stuff that's out there now is open source, and you can look at it, but there's all this info and data and tech that they're just sitting on. Yeah. That by the time you catch up to what they're doing now, they're going to deliver you something else, and you're going to see that and be like, well, now what the hell? Oh, yeah. Like, they, like, like now what are you going to do, man? Yeah, there's even simple things. Like, think about, like, uh, like what, what they're working on. It's not just about getting ships to, like, like rockets to Mars or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They're thinking about things like, you know, are we going to be, um, do you fuel in, uh, in Earth orbit? Yeah. Um, do you, like, how, like, they're probably thinking about, okay, how do you grow stuff on Mars? Like, what kind of, what oh, kind of, what kind of food are we going to grow there, right? Absolutely. So, like, they are they are thinking about these minute things that you don't even think of. Like you can't just go to Mars and just like build a dome and then hopefully everything will work, right? Well, these so, are these yeah. are futurists. Yeah, they they are people who are looking at what's going to happen a hundred years from now. Yeah, our technology is going to fuel the next Elon Musk who will fuel the next Elon. Oh, Musk. Oh yeah, he knows that like, he's probably not going to die on Mars. So like, but no, yeah. So know. like he he's like yeah, this has to be set up for the next generation. Well, he's going to be a Futurama brain in a jar. He's, yeah, pretty much. He's not going anywhere. He's not getting anywhere. He's yeah. probably downloading his code into a machine right now as we speak. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting. Uh, I just hope that uh, um, people will take up the the mantle and uh, just continue to push things forward. I think that's the next. Like, I mean, I've always I've always kind of felt that the uh, as as much as we shit on the the millennials for being so you know insta insta mm-hmm. invo- invested, I think there is another group out there like the the Thunbergs and her age group. Mm-hmm. There are these these like Generation Z, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. the next set of kids. Who all seem to be forward in that direction? You know what? I think the, the reason I I'm optimistic about it mm. is because, uh, and this might sound kind of weird. Uh, I I think I like this because it, it, it's a little bit of elitism, but it's I I don't mean it that way. Is that getting into the best schools is so cutthroat right now, especially in the United States, even in Canada. Yeah. If you want to be go, if you want to go into engineering, you want to go into medicine, you want to go into whatever, it is cutthroat. So they only take the best of the best, yeah. And the people who are working as the best of the be- uh, as the best of the best, they're going to be working hard. Mm-hmm. And when you work hard and you're done school, what do you want? You want to be rewarded for what you uh, oh, yeah. uh, you accomplished, right? So I have no. I, that's why I don't have any fear that the next generation is going to like you know is going to do well, knock it out of the park, because uh, they know that they worked so hard to get to where they were. Mm-hmm. It's, it was easier for us to get to get to university back in the day. Oh yeah. Like, you know, you could have like 70%. Uh, you fake some photos on a rowing team. Yeah, then you're fine. <laughs> and you're good yeah. to go. And But like, but now it's like. Uh, it's it's rough for certain like areas. I mean, it's rough for STEM. Yeah. To get into anything that's got to do with STEM, mm-hmm. the, you're not going to just like walk up there. No. And pay somebody a bunch of cash. No. And, you know, pretend to be on a, on a rowing team. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that as a joke, but the, the truth is you can't just do that. No. You You've got to work very yeah, hard. You need like, you need, vol- you need work experience. You need, vol- yeah. you need volunteer experience. Even exactly. Get into these programs. Exactly. So, yeah. So you got to show your work. Yep. Yeah. You got to show your work, and you have to prove that you belong. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else is going to vet you, and then prove that you belong. Oh yeah. Like look at like, even if we talk about like how in the United States, like how how bad uh, the school system is there, mm-hmm. and you see all these these dropout rates or these failure rates, it's so cutthroat there. And uh, and it's rough, man. It's rough. It's rough. I mean, I, I think a lot of that. And Betsy DeVos is not doing it any favors. She's so. not doing a whole lot of. Well, she doesn't even know what she's doing. No, she's she, she is clueless in her field. Yeah, in her div, in her in her department. That's, she that's know my most hated rich person. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a. I paid you, give me a job position mm-hmm. for her. Like yeah. she's just like, I'm your friend. I give you money. Give me a job. Yeah. Education. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like read book. Yeah, she she never has a smooth uh, congressional hearing. Yeah, no, she's never. um. She's 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 not right for that position. No, at all. yeah, she's a joke. Well, I remember what, the last one she went to. This lady was like, she said, "You should be." She's like, "You should quit." Or um, she yeah, goes, she goes, "It's it's time for you to be fired." Yeah, and she's yeah. clueless to it. She's like, she's, she's like, still got that weird blank stare. Like, why are you talking to me like this? Yeah, she she's sitting there. She's like, 
What did I do wrong? Yeah, she's like, oh, really? Why okay. don't they like me? Okay, I'm going back to my yacht. George, they don't like me. I don't know if her husband's name is George. Yeah. Maybe that's her assistant. I don't know. Yeah, she's, um, she, well, she Becca, really, Becca not she does not need to be there. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there are, there are certain I, I'm people. I'm not being sexist when I say that. I'm like, couples have to keep each other in line. I think you need to keep your, you like, that's your team. Yeah. Like, you you need to know your limitations. If you don't, then the people with you need to tell you, like, you need to stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, like Kellyanne Conway, her husband's like, uh, he, he doesn't give a fuck. He just says whatever he wants about her boss. He's like, that guy's a fucking idiot. It was great. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> what were we just watching? Something, something we just, I just watched something about that where it was like a, a not a power couple, but they were a couple. Um, I think he's in politics and she's not in politics. And she kept him in his lane somehow. I can't remember what it was. I'll I'll try to link it into something I just saw recently. It was one of those like keep your keep your team in check mm-hmm. because that's what you're there for. Like yeah. anybody can say it's like, well, you know, I let my wife fight her own battles. I let my husband get himself in his own shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe maybe if you didn't, he wouldn't stick his dick in a in a phone and take a photo and send it to his yeah, secretary. I don't know, man. I think uh, that that's that's I, uh, people always get that term confused or that that kind of idea confused when you say like you have to keep your your spouse in check. Your spouse in check. And I'm like, I'm not saying because he's a woman. No, I'm, like, I'm saying no. that Wiener's wife should have been on top of that yeah, guy. Yeah, she should have been on top of that guy. But, like, it goes both ways. Yeah, I don't mean that as a joke. I mean, she should have fucking been on top of what he was doing. Because, yeah. like, he sent his dick to a lot of people. A lot of people. Like, I mean, Ruined I don't his need... Ruined career. Huh? Ruined his fucking career. Ruined his career. Yeah. Because, like, she should have... If she didn't know, that's another... That's a whole other issue. If she found out a little bit or, or had any kind of idea he was doing it, mm-hmm. yeah, he needed to be kicking the balls. Because, yeah. like, you got to keep that guy in check. Yeah, the real picture should have been, like, one guy's foot just, like, just, like, uh, just, like lodged into his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Well, the whole thing is so goofy. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I just think it's a. Uh, um, uh, but then I again, like you can't even like what well, like you're saying, right? I mean, can we even say shit like that anymore? And if I say it, is it sexist? Is it misogynist? If she says I it, I, is I it misandrist? Like I don't fucking. Know. I guess I, I would. I, I want to be able to say it without having to explain myself. Exactly. Which is uh, again, I do feel like we're going back to that. I think yeah. we've overcorrected, and maybe rightly so. And now we're starting to find a balance again. To where it's like, look, people are going to say dumb no, shit. No, I, I think the balance is on the way. Like, we went way over. Way yeah. over. And, uh, but now it's like time to like, uh, is it like really all of them? Yeah. All women are like this? <laughs> yeah, the, the Bill Burr thing. No, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in my mind, I kind of feel like the, the pushback and it's his weird kind of steep end was all that James Gunn type of shit. Mm-hmm. And like his little comeback, like he's almost like a, he's got a, a cape. Mm-hmm. And he's coming over. Once he gets to the middle line, then we'll know the end of his cape is coming. Yeah, and the end of James Gunn's cape is coming. And okay, we're, we're back yeah, I think I think I think what happened. What what was also good is that uh, which was inevitable. I think is that how um, okay. It started with uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Okay, then all these other guys started coming. Right, you're like, hey, yeah. this guy, this guy's fucking guilty. This guy's this guy's fucking guilty. There's a lot of guilty guys yeah, out there. Like, that guy's fucking guilty. Then there's like, this guy's guilty. This yeah. guy's guilty. Okay, then you know what? That could have happened. Uh, that's that that that's probably could have happened. Oh, that's just a bad date. <laughs> He's sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And then this is like, you know what? Now it's getting out of control. So yeah. then I think we've gone from here. Then we we follow that trend that just goes on like down like that. Yeah. But now I think you know if it happens again, they're gonna be like, really? Are you sure? Are you sure? That's a lo- that sounds like. Did he hold the door open for you, ma'am? He held yeah. the door open for you. Yeah. That was abusive to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I said no. No, you no. You said uh. Okay. No. No, no, that's rough. That, yeah. I don't, I don't buy that one. <laughs> I gotta tell I don't you, buy that at all. There, no, no. I mean, like the the whole. There are there are a lot of guys. I've known a lot of guys who are just straight up scumbags who oh, deserve yeah. to be treated like, like dirt, like dirt, 
and dragged down in the Me Too movement. Yeah. That had to happen. Yeah. Because of that kind of thing. Being like, beaten with shoes and boots. Uh, yeah, yeah, but there, but a lot of it involved that kind of stuff. The no means no type thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was that. And I know a lot of guys who ate a lot of shit just because they were, they were unsure of themselves. Like, you know, they were just like like bad date people. Yeah. You know, like yeah, weird like, bad date situations. Yeah, they're like, like, I don't think you fucking had that coming. No. And I think the overcorrection, like, re, like it's like the coronavirus uh, virus freak out, right? Mm-hmm. It goes so far one way that everybody's like, okay, oh, oh everybody... Everybody, calm down. We need to find a balance. We need to find out where the middle is and where the middle really is. Yeah, because like, when, yeah, you're right. So when the, when that stuff comes in like that, when it comes in like at a like a freight train pace, yeah, it's like it just it just picks up all this unnecessary like a garbage with it. Yes, and then you have to deal with that before you can actually attack the real problem. <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, the, the, that it's a, it does. It totally yeah. does. I, I think this is my, what I'm get. What I'm going to say here is kind of like the 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 metaphor of that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been like in the snow? You're driving, and then you hit that patch of ice. Mm-hmm. And then, like you, you see the people who do really poorly, like uh, the the Simpsons thing. Mm-hmm. Steer into the skid, steer out of the skid, do something. I was always the guy who's like, let go of the wheel and the gas. Mm-hmm. When everything straightens out, tap the gas, mm-hmm. move, on. move on. Like I'm like that's that's where we're at. Everybody right now is doesn't know whether to steer into the skid, yeah, they're, they're or steer out of the skid. Yeah, they're overcorrecting, undercorrecting. Yeah, they're doing something. They're flooring it. Yeah. They're hitting the gas. They're hitting the brake. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They're trying it all. Yeah, and that's what we're doing right now. We're trying everything. Mm-hmm. Eventually, what we're gonna start doing is just like, oh, we're in a skid. I'm just gonna let go of the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Gotta just tap my gas a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, the wheel straight. Grab the wheel, tap the gas, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's we're gonna get there sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And even that's not the right thing for everybody because not everybody knows how to do that. Yeah. Somebody's like, I'm gonna do what Saves told me to do. <laughs> I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna let go of the wheel. I'm gonna floor it. Right? No. <laughs> no. Fucking no. <laughs> that's not what I said. That's not what I said. And we're gonna get there sooner or later. So, but we're definitely in the right direction. It's just it it hurts a lot of people. No, it's it, it's 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 the recovering direction that we're going in right yeah. now, right? We're just trying to recover, and people are just trying to recover and just move on with it, and uh, um, maybe be smarter next time. Yeah, maybe not not just for the victims or the uh, the, the perpetrator, the, the perpetrator, but the people who actually who are triggered by it. That's I think that is the majority of the bullshit that we're dealing with. Yeah, is people who are just kind of like the the this trigger thing where everybody just wants to like that meeting of that, that socialist thing that yeah. came online a little while ago. Yeah, yeah I can't remember what they were called. They're like Democratic Socialists of America. Yeah, like that thing didn't get off the ground because everybody was triggered all the time. Yeah, like every single person in a forty minute video can't say anything yeah. because somebody's triggered by something. Yeah, because yeah, because even some people would be like, hey, you know what? That even that's a little bit too triggered like, for me. I can't yeah. say, guys, please keep it down. I don't. I don't identify as a guy. It's a guy. Oh, what do you want, man? Like, why don't you come up here and try it, and I'll heckle you. Yeah. Why don't you get on stage, grab the mic, tell me your best. Tell me your best five. Give me. Give me your. Give me your best five minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna yell at you the entire time. Yeah. Did you like that? Did you like that? No. Let's get back to where we're just letting go of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Let go of the wheel. Let's just correct it. Well, the thing is, like, well, that's the thing. Like, there's, uh, there's too many people out there who are just. Um, and we talked about this before. People who are out there who are just too professionally outraged. Yeah, and, they, and then they need something to like you know blog about, and uh, and then once it goes online, it goes viral, and it's just, exactly it's, it's a total shit show after that. So, exactly. I don't know. I think it's just more um, the less people like that, like just oh, just get a real job. Well, that's like I mean, uh, at least for for me to end off on it is the um, and you go ahead, you go, go, no, go ahead. But for me to end off on it is that's that's the sandwich board people. The sandwich board, when we used to see the guy with the bell yelling, the end is nigh, like they don't need to do that anymore. No. They probably have a phone and mm-hmm. they can just tweet that. Just tweet that. Yeah. And all the other bell ringing sandwich board people mm-hmm. will either love it or they'll hate it and they'll do their own sandwich board bell ringing and then that noise is drowning people yeah. out. And then the, the, the insanity that, that that brings up with those people. 
just drowns out the normal voices. Mm-hmm. So we just got to like tune those people out. Yeah, yeah, those are the people who walk the streets on Hollywood Boulevard. Saying, with a sandwich yeah, board. With saying, put me in your movie. Or like those guys yeah. in Las Vegas saying the American dream is still alive or it's dead or yeah. dressed up in like red, white, and blue wear. And you're just like, holy <laughs> shit, man. You haven't left the city in your life, have you? The cape and the underwear? Yeah. The glasses? The cowboy hats? Yeah. Like, the guitars? Yeah. The, with I'm bashing the, that guy. The, the confetti on them, like that that, that, spark, that, that sparkle. The glitter? The glitter. It's really like, uh, just like, yeah, the American dream is still alive. American Look dream, baby. Yeah. Half of these are my original teeth. Be like the boy. Yeah. Well, if everybody's like the boy. Be like, yeah. Then the world kind of burns. Yeah, exactly. You can't all be like the boy. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I met those people, I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. And but they think on my face, I'd be like, yeah, the American dream's still alive. I'm like, I'm like, get the fuck away. Psycho. I mean, fuck off. Oh, uh, those people, man. Fucking idiots. Those people will always get in the way. Yeah. Uh, hey, how was your week? We uh we kind of talked about it. I always do that though. Expensive. I always do like the house re- really expensive. <laughs> outside of outside of your expenditures, where you're blowing cash on articles of sportswear, <laughs> and uh, but you but I mean you're no longer paying for Orange Theories. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Otherwise, pretty good. Otherwise, good. Otherwise, pretty good. Yep. That's, that's good stuff, man. Um, what, would you, what would you like to hit on? Um, not not too too much. I had some. I had the health thing again this week. A good health. I mean, I, the whole change in diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week was the, after the, the episode last time, mm-hmm. this week was all the guts. The guts got weird. So if anybody doesn't know what I've been doing is I cut out all processed foods, mm-hmm. all processed white flour, all sugars gone. So I'm not doing keto. I'm, I'm kind of pretty much sticking to like, um, potatoes and, uh, and taro and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap is good food. It's not crap. It's excellent food. Mm-hmm. And a lot more meats, um, and a lot more vegetables. So I'm, I'm balancing the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. So that's where I get it, and fruits as well. So that's where I get it all from. Yeah. But uh, oh, my guts got all weird, man. Like on Friday, especially, I felt like I was having some, like a lot of gas, a lot of movement. There's a lot of shit going on there, rumbling. And then it was just kind of got worse on Saturday and cool on Sunday. And then Monday got crazy. So I started really going deep dive onto mm-hmm. the, the old Google mm-hmm. to see where this coming from. And the first thing, I went, I went to a lot of sources, a lot of articles. I went to a lot of Reddit. Because uh, Reddit can be good. You got to filter through it, but it can be good as well. Mm-hmm. And it just turns out that you've got so much going on uh, as far as your stomach flora goes and all the crap that's no longer in there mm-hmm. that you start overproducing a lot of bile. Uh, you're not making as much mucus anymore. So there's like weird hunger pangy, kind of mm-hmm. like a, a, a digestive confusion yeah. that goes on in your system. And it's fairly normal. Mm-hmm. So that was a big one for me. I haven't had like the, the craziness happen yet with the, just getting rid of it. It's not a full system evac mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. They're not all running for the fences yeah. or running for the hills. But at the same time, there's a lot going on in there. And it mm-hmm. seems to be fairly normal at that like month stage. Okay. Once you hit a month, your next month kind of sucks. I read about guys who were having like stomach pangs to where they thought they had to go to the ER. Yeah. And they went and the doctor's like, did you change your diet recently? Like, yes, I did. So did you go like uh, zero carb? Did you go keto? Yeah. Yeah. Cut out all the gluten. Like, yeah, pretty much all that. Yeah, your body's like, in shock. Your body's in shock. Mm-hmm. You're having digestive confusion. Mm-hmm. Your whole system doesn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. So it's, apparently it's super duper normal. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize it was going to happen. Like, I, hear, I hear people talking about it, but yeah. then when it happens, you you don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what is wrong with me? What? Am I going to die? Yeah. That's, like, no, you're fine. Yeah, because like, that's weird. Because like, when I went through my uh, like uh, dietary change, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, um, um, the transition period for me, pain-wise or mm-hmm. like system-wise, like uh, internally, internally speaking, it's like it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't too too bad. The the, the thing that was bad was eating stuff that I know I shouldn't eat. So uh, you did have cravings? Yeah, not in the sense of craving, but how, like how like how they, I guess how I I evacuated them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So like if I had like uh, how you shit, how you pooped. 
That's yeah, we'll, fine. We'll go with that. Yeah, how the, the, we'll go with the pooped. Yeah, and then so uh, sounds more user friendly. Yeah, so what I did was like, let's see if I had um, uh, um, Oreos and milk. Okay. Okay. That's everyone eats those. Okay. I had that. Not this guy. Okay. I had I had that, <laughs> and uh, next day I know I was like, okay, I was, I was watching a I was watching a movie or something. I had like three, and I just had some milk with them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the middle of the night at two o'clock, woke up and uh, your body wants a gun. I know. I I was in pain. Really, my stomach was like was hurting so much. I'm like, oh, sh-. I I it woke me up. I was having a nightmare. I was I was like, uh, I just went, oh shit, and then I I woke up. The pain actually got, it wasn't like, oh, I'm too lazy. I'll you know whatever. Right? I was like, no, mm-hmm. fuck that. I got up and had to empty out twice. Get out of town. And I was like. And I came to that realization in bed. I'm like, I can never have Oreos again. Yeah, I mean, that's like basically what happens yeah. to a lot of people. The realization hits yeah. that my body has now changed over. Yeah, and I can't eat the way I used to. Yeah, eat. blueberry muff- blueberry muffins can't have those anymore. Yeah, uh, uh, can't have can't have real milk. Oh, get out of town. Yeah, really. Yeah, it just upsets my stomach. I'd have to go through like a learning period. The I dairy kind of. Yeah, I'd have to like, like like drink little by little to get it back in. Well, that's almost very similar to a lot of guys talked about um, the what, that, what exclusion. What do they call exclusion diet? Uh, what do they call that thing? Were you elimination diet? Elimination diet. That's yeah. basically the same thing, right? You kind of go through all the things that you put into your system, mm-hmm. and then you realize little by little, okay, I'm going to get rid of this and see how it goes. Yeah. Things are good. Do I bring it back, or do I get rid of something else and then bring that back? Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of your body becomes a puzzle. Yeah. And you much. have to figure it out, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that what you're saying kind of uh, jives with a lot of what was what I was reading online. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of guys are having what you said. Yeah. Because like, I think the um, the one thing is too is that uh, when people are try to get healthy and they try to they start they're like let's say their diet is like something that um like i would i would look at it and be like i would change like at least five things mm-hmm. from what you're eating and how you're eating and what you're drinking right um so if they're doing that then all of a sudden i introduce them to like let's say i don't know like a vegan shake for example right yeah. or some green tea or uh, uh a smoothie for example right uh that has like like or orange like sorry green juice that has like kale spinach grapes yeah, whatever. Right? Some healthy dietary. Something healthy that has like a lot of fiber. That has a lot of like vitamins. That's yeah. like a large, um, a uh, lot of vegetables and stuff like that, right? But so like when they take that, their fear is that I guess when they try it um, and they eat it, they they don't like the results because what what is it doing? It's something that their body's not used to. Yeah, like oh, it's causing me pain. It's causing me to like my stomach to blow. It's causing me to like, you know, I'm 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 but having anal I'm having anal evacuations. Damaging. Like, oh, I'm like no, that's that that's that that's. For lack of a better word, that's the thing work. That's what it is working for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this like, is all things that, that are yeah, doing I'm good. Like, it's, it's doing its job. It's yeah. cleaning all you. It's cleaning you out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why I say it's, it's all that stuff that's that's, that's fermenting in your stomach. It's oh like, yeah. It's trying to. It's trying to. It's doing its best to get it all out. It's like a scrub for your system. It really is. Yeah. So then that's why people kind of look. That I think that's what kind of hinders people from go, going to healthy foods. They're like, oh, uh, they don't think about like. I'm not saying they're 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 dumb. They're just they're just they, they just don't know that. Well, there are certain like uh, like mental stops. Yeah, like, there are certain things like blocks that happen. Yeah, if you ate something that you, that would that you didn't know was healthy or unhealthy for you, but you ate it, mm-hmm. and uh, someone says I eat this every day, and then you ate it, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're crapping everywhere or whatever, right? And someone's like, and then someone's in their mind, they're thinking like, I'm gonna be crapping every day like this. This is what my life is now. Yeah, they're like, how can oh, you no. do that? And they're like, no, 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 no. Just give it a week. Give it a week. Like your body's going to adjust, and yeah. next thing you know, like you're going to see the, the benefits from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. True. It's going to it's it's going to empty you up more, but it's going to hurt less because your body is this is this is what your body's going to be. Like it's going to call it home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. What you're saying is is a hundred percent in line with exactly what I went through. Mm-hmm. Where like uh I, again like middle of the night you wake up. I didn't have the pain of the having to like go poop or anything like that, mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely had that. Like the guts were moving, man. Yeah. It would wake me up. 
But then it makes a lot of sense that, yeah, you're producing more bile, mm-hmm. producing less mucus. Your body does no, like, no longer has all that crap in it that used to bog it down. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a, man, I'm a big, like, I like, I like not carbohydrates, like, uh, like breads and like big sourdoughs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I do like eating a lot of carbs that we make at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean a lot and sugar, man, I'm, I'm a chocolate addict, milk, chocolate. I love candy bars. I've always been that guy. But um, I also do eat a lot of greens and I eat a lot of like healthy foods. Mm-hmm. But I think what ended up happening was once like I was thinking to myself, like I eat healthy so I can afford to have uh, a lot of candy bars or I can afford to have like junky stuff and I yeah. can eat like those, the, the, the breads and things that we make around here. Mm-hmm. But um, all that stuff was, was so much like negative impact to my system. Mm-hmm. The greens never really got a chance to do the job. The food, the good stuff never really got a chance to do the job. Yeah. And now they're doing what they're supposed to do. And my body just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so, like, I couldn't I couldn't put that together in my head. It's like, uh, yeah, the green stuff there, the green juice there. Do you want this? No, I'm Sorry. good. Man. You go right now. Okay. I'm, I'm all water right now. This is water. Uh, well, maybe maybe afterwards I'll take yeah, a little, a little sippy sip there. Um, <laughs> sippy sip. A little sippy sip. <laughs> but uh, that's what happened. Like, I was, I had this idea of how I ate being healthy, how I ate was healthy, and it really kind of kind of wasn't. It was healthy-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, now that I've gone full turn... And the system fought me, mm-hmm. and I had to think about like what was going on. Yeah. Now I get it. Now I understand what I was doing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is uh, which is pr- it's pretty good. I feel re- I feel good, even though I kind of hurt right now. I feel good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, that you're you're going through the adjustment period. Yeah, yeah. that's all. It is. I think you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man. And I mean, for me, it was cold turkey. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nicely like, thankfully, I haven't had cravings. Mm-hmm. Like usually, I'll, I'll think to myself, one of my worst ones, one of my absolute worst things I would do is I go down to Walmart where I knew their donuts were fresh. And I would eat six donuts in a go. Straight up. Like, I'm not even kidding, man. I would make a cup of coffee. I'd grab six donuts. Usually, like, in the, like after work, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I would eat six of the regular, like, sugar-glazed, white yeast-filled fun circles. Really? Ah, oh, God. Yeah, it was one of my favorite things to do. I wouldn't do it all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, probably about, like, once every month or two. Yeah. A couple of months ago, pick up those six donuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd walk by and I'd see them. Uh, I, like, wonder which one of these are the freshest, right? Ah. And not Tim Horton's donuts. Those cheap-ass Walmart donuts. I just eat six of them, like straight up six donuts. And it was like, it was part of my like cheatish kind of a thing. Yeah. Don't even think about it anymore. Candy bars. I just grab a candy bar while I was doing the, uh, the washer truck, mm-hmm. wash that and walk into the thing to go pay for it. There's candy bars right there. Pick Is one that the up. one on 50th street? That, the, the one right here. Yeah. The, the shell right on, on 50th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab a candy bar and hit the road. Mm-hmm. It was like, not, I wouldn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I just don't even care. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was cold Turkey. I've had no cravings. It's been a month. I'm into month two. Uh, yeah, I just don't even, don't even think about it anymore, hmm, nice. but it was, it was definitely the system shock and I'm trying to stick to at least 14 to 16 hours for intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So I think that really kind of makes the system rumble quite a bit cause you're hungry. Yeah. And, uh, I'm training a lot more now mm-hmm. this year. I'm kind of back to the way I trained 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I think all that makes you hungrier. So the system is just in complete confusion. Yeah. So uh, once this this month is over, I think we'll be back to where I want to be. Yeah. Probably feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I really, I am feeling better. Yeah, no, I, I I I'm trying to take a page out of your book too, because like I want to make sure that uh, this first phase was like uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do it too. Yeah, no, th- I think this first phase for me was like just getting my uh, getting the strength part of my my body done and like getting the di- getting the diet under control. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I think I'm okay. I think there's always room for improvement, but just keep. Oh, you've been working it. pretty hard though. So, but now the second phase is like is starting to run. Is running running is gonna I have, to, I have to like have the same passion for running as I do for like what for the gym. Days. Yeah, so like um that's. And then uh, I just keep just keep working out at home. We can work out together if you want to, but like yeah, yeah for sure, man. I just want to go. Absolutely. I just want to put that same energy into running. So that's good. I mean, because you kind of 
always had that passion for running. I I loved running. Yeah, I, you, I, I, I still love there. it. I just want because like what hindered me was like I got I had that lower back issue. Yeah. Uh, about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I couldn't run. I couldn't run for like five minutes, and they would start hurting. It it it's a thing. Yeah, lower back pain is is a real thing. That can yeah. mess up your exactly your love for it for sports. Yeah, exactly. So, but now I'm like, uh, I I feel my lower back is way better now. Oh, that's rad. And so, uh, so as soon as April um, hits, mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait to go outside and start running. Well, you know, in crowds of two fifty or less. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in the river valley. <laughs> no, today was yeah. the thing about the. Yeah, was we it can't again? we can't have crowds of more than two hundred and fifty people. Yeah, two hundred fifty people. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the fear. Coronavirus, so, COVID nineteen, man. COVID nineteen. Yeah, it is a cool name though. It sounds like a like a James Patterson novel or something. Like that. Yeah, see the one does those. Yeah, Tom Clancy. Tom COVID nineteen. Tom Clancy. Yeah. yeah. Fahrenheit four fifty one. My uncle's my uncle is, is hooked on Tom Clancy novels now. Every time he goes to the he's home, in the demo. Yeah, because like he, uh, my uncle, like every time you go to the nursing home, they always have books you can take home for like you know you just put a dollar in there, you can rent, and then you can take them and read them. Yeah, he's he's reading all the Tom Clancy novels. Hey, not to go to go around. We're gonna come right back to that. Mm-hmm. Do they need books? Yeah, they do. Actually. In the nursing home. Yeah, I'm gonna hook them up. All right, but uh, your uncle, how old is he? Like sixty-five. That's about right, isn't it? Yeah, like that's that Tom Clancy age. Mm-hmm. It's like they all kind of picture themselves. Oh, yeah, as Michael, the yeah, he's solid. Older he's, spy. Yeah, he's into like he's into cool shit. By That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I like that he's into Tom Clancy novels. Yeah. I like it when uh, when older people that don't generally look like a Tom Clancy character mm-hmm. are into co- to, to, uh, Tom Clancy shit. Yeah, he's he's a, he loves action. That's rad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like our, I think your mom as well, but my mom is a huge fan of Dark Knight Rises or the Dark of Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, she loves Dark Knight. She loves Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she makes comments when he does things like. He's not gonna change. Yeah, actually, don't trust him. Actually, my mom was like, I was, He's uh, evil. <laughs> I was watching the original, uh, uh, the Batman on original Batman on on 4K on 4K, and then my mom, she was, uh, uh, she saw me watching, and I, 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 I was watching the final scene, and then uh, she looked at me, and she's like, "Why are you crying?" Oh God, were yeah. you crying, Batman? No, that final scene. Not out of like sadness, but I was like, I was, I was sitting there, I was it's like, "So beautiful." I, I told her, "I'm like, this is like, this is like my childhood all over again. Like, this is like." Finishing River City Ransom for the first time. This is finishing Double Dragon. This I is do like, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I love that scene. It's 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 historic. Where you do that thing where you're like kind of leaning forward into your hands and it's like yeah, back your hand. I was, your there, I, was like, I was like, I was like, holy crap! I'm like, I can't believe how emotional I got. So this, beautiful. Th- this one this one scene. Yeah, she likes him. Mm-hmm. They're gonna live happily ever after. <laughs> and then uh, I think it's up there with uh, um, the end scene of uh, Real Genius. <laughs> the ending of Batman is up there with the end scene of Real Genius. Have you seen our you, our next movie? Do you, yeah, do, have you seen? You haven't seen it, right? No, I've seen Real Genius. I barely. I mean, I saw it. I'll That's say next, fifteen years ago. Yeah, last it's, time I saw it's, it. Yeah, it's it's one of those two movies. So I'll bring yeah. both, and then we'll see like which one we're in the mood for, and then we'll. Uh, I think that's a good call. That's a really good call. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think that's, uh, that's pretty neat. I think, um, there are a lot that we could probably get our hands on, but those are, those are like, I, I do like the idea of doing the more obscure, weird crap, like real genius. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know because my, my knowledge of both movies is like, is really, really, it's pretty good. So I I, I would say for commentary wise, Mm -hmm. I'm good with both. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely rock Batman. Mm -hmm. I've got an awful lot of bat info in the old, uh, bat noggin. Yeah. It's almost like it's a bad of that computer. Oh yeah, like where it was filmed. Uh, uh, Danny Elfman, Tim Burton, why he was chosen, mm-hmm. uh, the headaches of like, making the movie. Uh, there's there's so much uh, behind Michael the scenes Keaton's info. Like, that one. Yeah, Michael Keaton went through the same thing that Heath Ledger went through when he played the Joker. Like, mm-hmm. just like, are you sure you want to go with this guy? Um, oh yeah, I mean he there's was. T- there's ton. There's tons of stuff behind that movie. Man, I remember as a little kid, 
Like, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it when you actually watch it. Because we will do it no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a little kid on Entertainment Tonight when they announced Michael Keaton as Batman. Mm-hmm. And it was like a comedian. The guy the guy from that movie with uh, <laughs> the dad from friggin' Everybody Loves Raymond? Mm-hmm. That guy? The, the, the funny dude? Really? Mr. Mom? Yeah. I was I, know, da- I was man. down with it completely because after I had after, no idea after I saw Beetlejuice I'm like oh, this guy's gonna be awesome yeah that that's really all I knew him from but I think at, at that age I couldn't care less like I, I just didn't care all I knew was we had a Batman movie coming mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's the thing I didn't care yeah. I remember like I love Beetlejuice I'm like that guy's playing Batman he goes like I'm like I love Beetlejuice and the same director I'm like yeah this is well, you want to hear a, a fun story about Batman that we'll tell before we actually get into it mm-hmm. Batman comes out 1989 me and my cousin and another one of his friends and another one of his friends the four of us go to watch it now we are was it 89 so we're 11 mm-hmm. 12 years no, 12 years old right 12 probably about to be 13 mm-hmm. we're in the theater and we all watch the whole thing and the four of us are just bullshitting chit-chatting all that's really cool great fast forward to like 2012 2013 i have not watched batman in a theater with those guys since 89 i'm sitting in the bar and it's after shift us as bouncers we all would sit around have a couple beers kind of like do that like bullshit chat about how the night went all that kind of crap uh, I'm sitting there with my my buddy Luke. I got uh, I think Cody's there. You all know who you are. You're listening to the show. I got uh, good old Billy, Wild Dog Billy, just mm-hmm. sitting there in the corner. I'm talking about my cousin. I'm talking about my cousin's dad and Billy, who just like I, I've known Billy for a while, but not that long. Mm-hmm. Like he started doing uh, work with us when he was still at Reds, and I've known him from there. So we're we're pretty chummy. So I'm talking about my my uncle, and then my buddy Billy pipes up and tells me my uncle's name. He just mentions his name. Like, how the fuck do you know? Like, how do you know his name? How do you know that he's a he's a reverend in the uh, in the church there? Mm-hmm. And he's like, because I grew up with those guys. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you mean you grew up with those guys? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wild Bill Billy is Bill from when we were kids? Mm-hmm. It just, like, all clicks into place. Mm-hmm. Like, you were, like, we watched Batman together in the theater. Mm-hmm. Bill is the reason I got into, like, like ground martial arts, mm-hmm. wrestling. Because when we were kids, we were in the backyard of my cousin's place, and Billy was wrestling. And he got me into like an odd kind of a headlock that I couldn't get out of. Mm-hmm. I remember right there and then I'm like, I need to learn how to, I need to learn how to get out of this shit. Mm-hmm. I got to start wrestling. I got to learn about real wrestling. And then from there, my love of wrestling turned into a love of jujitsu and judo. And I got into judo real deep for a little while there. All from that dude. And we hadn't seen each other from, well, remember each other from 89 to like 2012. That gap. And next thing you know, we've known each other for the last 10 years. Like we'd already been hanging out for almost a decade. Yeah. Without knowing that we'd been friends as kids. Mm-hmm. That's the weirdest thing, man. That's Batman yep. brings people together. It does. Batman unites families. It does. And friendships. It does. I makes d- them stronger. Yeah, there's because the thing is like... Faster than before. Yeah, <laughs> faster than before. <laughs> You're going to rebuild him. Yeah, there's a... Um, yeah, Batman is the... It's He's the best hero for a reason because there's been so many iterations of him. Oh, and yeah. they've all been like... Uh, They've all been great. They're all great. Uh, even like the George Clooney ones or whatever. Those are stupid and hilarious, but they're 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 campy as as best. You can go back and enjoy them now. Yeah. I mean, we hate them for for killing a franchise yeah. and Schumacher and the yeah. Bat nipples. Yeah, they're, they're, those aren't Batman movies. They're just it's just like a it's like a it's like it's like the the sixties cartoon show sixties show come to life. You're right. That's how I think about. That's it. That's how I think about it. Batman and Batman Returns are Tim Burton Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer's Batman is a, a darker take on the Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And Batman and Robin is definitely yeah. Biff, Bam, Zing, Pow. Yeah. The, uh, out of, yeah. Like, if you look at like uh, Batman 1, 2, uh, even 3, like the the soundtracks for those movies were incredible. 
You too, man. Yeah. When you heard that guitar riff go? Unbelievable. <laughs> you, were, you were in. When I heard that, I'm like, that's the best. You, that's my favorite U2 song. I think uh, yeah. just because of what I think about as a kid, that's, that's my favorite U2 yeah. song. Even now, it's like all the rest of U2 songs, I, like, I can't stand them. Uh, their older stuff is obviously way better, but like that song is like, it's quintessential U2, but oh, yeah. it's the best of it. For me, it's the best of they've ever they've ever sounded. Yeah, it is definitely. A, I mean, it is a, it is a rockin' U2. And the video is just, just like... What's all the Batman shit? Yeah, it's so good. It just meshes the Batman so well. <laughs> it's a great intro. It, it is one of the best intros to a song ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in modern in modern music. Even the, even the outro is unreal too. Well, it's like basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Yeah, it starts... Yeah, it goes like... It goes... Whoosh, whoosh, and then like the... It starts and it's like a crescendo. Yeah. Then it's the outro. And the violins too. Like and then the... the, the oh, the, that's right. It's got I that killer the, the, violin. And the, and the horse uh, sample. You can hear it in the end. Kenya, like a horse just neighing, like really, like just like really, a horse is just screaming, and like uh, you can hear the you can hear that sound in the end. That's I had no idea. You had a sample of it. I probably don't know because I never put headphones on. Listen to it. Well, we'll do it's that. Out. We'll do that later on. Yeah, ah, it's it's so good, man. It's uh, it's it's a really, it's it's a really cool song. It's mm-hmm. not a bad movie at not all. I think Val Kilmer movie is the best of the other those two. Mm-hmm. But um, they had that Val Kilmer the the suit. They just released a thing on YouTube. Really? Where they had like uh, Murphy and um, Bale and some other dude. I can't remember what his name is. They all did. They showed their um, their auditions for Batman. Mm-hmm. All three of them, all wearing the Kilmer suit. Yeah. All playing opposite of uh, Lois Lane. There, mm-hmm. what's her name? That uh, the girl who plays Lois Lane, the lady, not the girl. They get mad when they say that. Mm. The, oh. the, the the little ginger who looks like she's always gonna cry, or just finished crying. The one from Arrival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. She plays the the Rachel opposite to their Batman. Mm-hmm. You never really see her, but you, they show how all three of them played Bruce Wayne in the same scene and Batman in the same scene. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing the nipple suit. Really? Yeah, it's actually not bad. Yeah, I think I think looks wise, I think I would put Val Kilmer number one. You mean for how he looked as Batman? Just as a Batman, like behind the mask. Okay. I'd put Val Kilmer number one. I put Christian Bale number two and Michael Keaton number three. Out of out of all of them, out of, out all, of all the Batman. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I think I think you could make the case for like, you could make the case for all, all three of them. I think you could. Yeah, they all look good. They all look really good in it. Yeah. I. I got a special place in my heart for Batfleck. Oh, he's not bad. I thought he did a. I thought he did an amazing. In my head, he is the grown-up version mm-hmm. of the animated series. Yeah, like the way he moves, mm-hmm. the way he had the fight in the warehouse, like everything he does. Mm-hmm. He is. He's such a good Batman that he. T- I, I don't know why he takes shit for for Batfleck. He was so much better than people give him credit for. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, phenomenal yeah. Batman. I'm just thinking, yeah, for pure looks, I would I would go those three and I put uh, Affleck at the bottom, but not like because oh, he's man. bad. No, I think I might even put him at number one. That's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I they, your list is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I like that you think my list is fine too. Mm-hmm. But just weirdly enough, I got such a that kid really came out to play. I think it's for me. It's also because I, I I'm a huge Val Kilmer fan. Also, also. yeah, Iceman's Iceman. Yeah, I mean the tooth bite. Doc Holliday's Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday's Doc Holliday. Hey, let me tell you something. I always hated Jim Morrison, so uh-huh. I think I hated Val Kilmer in that movie. I think yeah, I, I'm not a huge Jim Morrison fan. Uh, there's music. I do like the Doors. They're overrated. But like, uh, uh, Riders in the Storm. What else you got? Yeah, but uh, I dare he, you to tell me what else I got. But he, the fact that he sang all the songs. Yeah, it was. Uh, he, That's pretty cool. Incredible. He really, he did, huh? He sang all the music in the in the movie. Top Secret. Top Secret. Top Secret's pretty great. Yeah, his best movie. Top, <laughs> top Secret might be his best movie. Backward scene. Yeah, 
Top secret might be Peter Cushing. Yeah, name me one. That, that's that's probably one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen. Yeah, Top Secret is ridiculous. If, if you haven't seen Top Secret, go watch Top Secret. It's all Easter eggs. Yeah, the movie is just Easter eggs all the way through. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's, if you like uh, Airplane, if you love uh, Naked Gun, one, two, three, Monty Python, Monty Python. If you like all that stuff, and you haven't seen that movie, go watch Top Secret. It is <laughs> so freaking. It's, it's 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 his first role. Was that, yeah, it was his first movie, wasn't it? God, that's really. And he was good. a star of that movie, and he knocked it out of the park. He he's got like a dance number, like he does everything. And he sings all the songs in there. That's pretty rad. Yeah, he's, pretty he's Juilliard trained. I was, uh, I'm not surprised at all. Man, I was uh, talking to my cousin about Snuffbox the other day. Matt Berry, Snuffbox. Yep. I just rewatched a lot of it mm-hmm. on YouTube, and it's the same kind of humor. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have anything that gives us that anymore. Like that's it. It's yeah. over. Like we no longer have the Zucker kind of like. Uh, like weird thing where a guy walks into a room and asks a question, gets beat up for no reason, mm-hmm. and asks the same question, and gets beat up by somebody else. Like yeah. we we don't get that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. A dance number in the middle of a, middle of a dinner scene, a backwards scene. Oh yeah, Peter Cushing's giant eye. Yeah, like you just don't have that shit. The anymore. lineup of all, of all the all, all the uh, rebels. <laughs> yeah, you don't have it anymore. It's over. And chocolate uh, the moose. That's what else you got. Yeah. Uh, Jim Lee says um, that you know the fans should unite for a Snyder Cup. It's not again. He said he doesn't want it to go out there like a clickbaity. Yeah, of Justice League. Oh, okay. He doesn't think the fans, uh, or he doesn't want a clickbaity kind of title that says, Jim Lee demands a Snyder Cut. No, he's like, you guys go out there and fight like, for go it. Go out there and fight for it. Because mm-hmm. it's probably doable. Okay. I think it's not, but yeah, it's that's, probably that's, doable. That's good. But, okay, I tried it watching that movie again. Did you? I could not get, I could not watch more than 10 minutes. Man. I, I tapped out. It surprised me on a fourth watch. <laughs> it was one of those things where I think my, my expectations were so low. I was so hard on it. Like, I was so ready to shit on it when I watch it again. I was like, ah, what am I getting mad about? Okay, yeah. What am I getting mad at? Okay, see, that's the approach I should take. Yeah. But the problem is, like, I'm like, I had Well, you're no- watching, like, a film. Yeah, I was, I was watching it, and I was like. Fan. Yeah, I was watching it, and I was like, I looked at it, I'm like, hey, let, let me just see if it has any redeeming qualities, right? I'm like, I watched it, and I just said, this is so. This is terrible. I can't it's, believe. Yeah. Because I, I, the, the, the movie looks like it's unfinished. It does. That's why I didn't like There's it. There's holes in it. I'm like, you let this go into theaters. And this was your this is your answer to the Avengers. And I'm like, you and this is yeah. You let this out into the world? Yeah, like I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe you this left the editing room as is. And I'm oh like, yeah. It's rough. I mean it's, like, it's it, uh it looks like and then I fast forwarded through it. Sorry to interrupt, but I, no, I, no, I kinda right. fast forwarded through it. I'm like, the tone is different. It is. It feels like it's a Frankenstein movie. You can definitely see it in the the color palette in a lot yeah. of the scenes. Um you can see it in some of the things that were said. Like I think like there's a joke. That I, if I'm not mistaken, I think and this, the and this looks terrible. Oh, the mouth is awful. awful. The the cavil stash is brutal. Terrible. But there's a scene I believe that might have been a Zack Snyder scene that was cut after he left mm-hmm. about when Aquaman is throwing shit in the Batcave. Yeah. And Batman says to him, "Hey, stop throwing things. A lot of my shit explodes." Mm-hmm. And they cut that to where he just says, like, "Don't throw things," and it cuts. Yeah. And it feels jarring. Like once you know those things, it kind of it kind of messes your your love of the movie up. No, that, that that's totally true. But like, um I will say as far as the individual performances go, I thought they all did a pretty great job. As much as I, I am a big fan of the TV version of the Flash, mm-hmm. that kid's Flash in that is Barry Allen was like he's so unsure of himself, like the way he doesn't want to really do a whole lot cuz he thinks he's the worst member of the team. Mm-hmm. Like he really conveys a lot of that un that insecurity. That you get from that era of the Flash? Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I think it's uh um, I think my biggest thing. And I, look, and I looked at the budget for that movie too, and I'm like, I just looked at it and I was yeah. like, I'm like, this does not look like a, like a 250 million dollar yes. movie. I'm like, this looks like they spent that money trying to correct mistakes that are glaringly that are glaringly not fixed yet. I'll tell you, for yeah. the amount of money they spent, have you seen that Russian Adventures? 
the the Russian Avengers movie? No. It's not the Avengers, but it's like a Russian superhero team where a guy transforms into a bear. Another guy is like the comrade. Like it's one of those things. Um, if you go to YouTube and just punch in Russian Avengers, it kind of pops up. Yeah. But that movie, I don't think had a $250 million budget. Uh-huh. I think it had a $200 budget. Yeah. And it's actually not that far off looks wise mm-hmm. to Justice League realistically. When you think about what kind of money both the- both uh, both teams are working with, mm-hmm. it's not that far off. Like it's it is a lot, mm-hmm. but when you think about the, how much money of a, how much of a gap there is in in uh in budget, yeah, you forgive that Russian Avengers a lot more. Yeah, because it just looks like it looks like there was like just wasted money. They're like, okay, they, they threw us money on this and this, yeah. and like the, I didn't think the script was very was was done well. Well, I'll it's tell just, you what that money went to mm-hmm. was was Ben Affleck, Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon, the the producers. Yeah, like a lot of that money was paying people. Yeah. And paying for marketing. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of money went into the actual production of No, movie. and then the reshoots and, like, yeah. uh, oh, just awful. I was I was watching, I'm like, I'm getting... When did you watch it last? Uh, Two months ago. Okay, so realistically, it's, fr- it's fresh in your head. Mm-hmm. What? And you you do. It's not like it's going to be like, nothing. But okay, what no, sets yep. do you remember? Clearly. Clearly remember, because I remember a few. Okay, remember the Batcave? Okay. I remember... Uh... That's about it. Yeah, the final fight. You know where that happened? Like it was in the Chernobyl area. Yeah, and That's I, it. yeah, and the bat, the Batmobile fight. It, it just looked like you could. I don't know. It, what it, I'm it, getting at is where the money go for the sets. Yeah. Who like? I mean, I, I get you got a Batcave. Yeah, like I, I it, and everything is just. Like, I understand you have to green screen everything. Maybe yeah. because I don't like any like big special effects movies. Right, I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of them. But like uh, that was, that, that was terrible. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Like it, it just it just like it just like just sucks you right out of the movie. Oh, that sound effect? Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. I was, that was that was a tight, yeah, that was a tight sound effect. Did, but but do you just, do you see what I'm saying? I do. I do exactly. I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's like it's like it's t- like they're okay. Okay. I thought Avengers like Infinity War was like okay. Some of the scenes in there was like okay. Okay. That was like like I can see what Spider Man's like standing by the loop and stuff like that. And yeah. All that stuff. I'm like, okay, that looks that does not look good. And then uh, uh, <laughs> I'm such a hater. And then <laughs> but, I feel uh, like you're just hating. Yeah. No, on that on, on Avengers. Yeah, but, but anyway. But like, but when you see it when it's that bad, mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, um, is there any way you could have done that practically? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I like, I know exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Like I'm like that looks that looks terrible. Like you like even if you couldn't do it practically, let's see let's see you had you had the um, the computer power mm-hmm. and you had like your special effects team was like was able to fix that there's no way in hell if I, if I was the director <laughs> there's no way in hell I would have looked at that yeah. on the monitor and be like okay guys let's, let's see what the let's see what the final take looks like and we put our 3D glasses on we're watching it and I'm like I look at it I'll be like hey guys and like, they go, like like what the hell was that? Hey guys, I need you to shut the studio get the gasoline we're burning this yeah, mother down I'm, exactly I'm like, I told you I wanted this and this and this and now that it's rendered, it took us like six months to render everything. Yes. Uh, it looks like that. This is how bad it looks. Look at Infinity War and look at what we are. Yeah. That's same a, that's same a, kind of like build up. Yeah. Teams, teams, 10-year yeah, journey, five-year journey. We're not hiding this from anybody. Everyone no. knows what we're doing here. Yeah. And this is what we're choosing to show people. Yeah. And you're surprised that this thing is going to bomb? Awful. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, that's the thing. I was watching this movie. All these thoughts are going through That's my all I could think about. That's all. I, I, like, I'm, I'm just computing like... Do it at the end of like why this movie bombed. I did yeah. that exact same thing on the first watch when I was on that plane. Yeah, I watched the entire thing on a plane, hated on it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. couldn't remember barely any of it, and I was so like so down on it. 
And then I did that thing where I was like, this is the worst movie ever, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to give it a go. Maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was just absolutely certain I was about to watch a steaming pile of shit. Mm-hmm. I was going to watch poop, like be dumped on screen. I was going to watch that poop just dry out yeah. for two hours. I was going to end up with this crusty little turd. And somehow they're going to polish that into something I could watch. That's where I was. And surprisingly, I think, because I went in so hard, like I went in so hard on that thing, mm-hmm. on hate. I was on full hate mode. And I walked away going like, I can't be mad. Why am I mad? I can't yeah, be that's, mad. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's admirable. <laughs> well, thank you. No, it is, because I, I, there's no way... It took I me a long time to get I that place. I, I can't subscribe to that mindset when it comes no, to watching can Martin movies. Scorsese. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, no, I I know you can't. Yeah, and it's I, sad. It's you know, it's a weakness. <laughs> no, I don't think it is a weakness. I think it's a it's a love of real filmmaking. I, I love the the craft. I love of the art. Yeah, like, and the the time and effort and just like genuine effort to make the best possible product. Yeah, like, I, I like it when special effects are used well. Yeah, like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, Ninja Turtles for example, right? The nineteen nineties one. That is like that was really well done, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie that has like great special effects that I loved. Um, it's not the best movie, but I, just, I I loved it for its for like yeah, man. for what it was. I, I love the original. It was Tron Legacy? There you go. That's a science fiction movie. Yeah. It has it's pure special effects, but I love it. Uh, um, but really, it kept you in. It kept me in, right? Yeah. And uh, so I love the story, that, and the special effects were done correctly. Yes. And so they, I mean, that movie did a remarkable job. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, it has to. That's the thing for me. It has to look mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Not. Not where I like, you know, I know nothing about making special effects, okay? But I know when it's like when it's inserted and there's a green screen, okay? When there's too much of that, yeah, that's when that's when it sucks me right. That's out. when you're gone. I'm gone. I'm like I'm like yeah, I'm tapped out. And I I do I do appreciate that. I, I appreciate that somebody can do that. Mm-hmm. I I do that. I do that in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's um there there are things like uh that that I will I will watch and I will expect it to be the best thing I've seen mm-hmm. because you sold it that way to me, and if it's not. I'm gonna crap all over it. Mm-hmm. I do that for Man of Steel. Yeah, I do exactly what you did for Justice League. I do the Man of Steel. All that's the time. right. I remember that. Yeah, I I will give anybody who wants to debate whether or not that's a bad movie. I'll sit on the side if it's an awful movie. Mm-hmm. I will tell you why. The Walking Dead, tons of practical effects. I, it's like ninety percent practical effects, and people love that thing. I will I will rip that shit to shreds, mm-hmm. and I'll crush your ever living soul. <laughs> ever living, loving, ever living. Ever living. Ever living. Yeah. I said it right the first time. Mm-hmm. I'll edit that. I will crush your ever living soul on how why that movie is, uh, that show is so bad. Mm-hmm. Why I should have ended the second they left the quarry, the quarry mm-hmm. the in the quarry. first, the first, yeah. the first uh, season. They left when the, uh, get the RV out. That show should have ended right there. Yeah. That I was a perfect arc. I don't know. Cause I think like, I don't like, I crap on a lot of shit. No. So I do, I do see where you're coming no, from. No, no, we, uh, we both do, right? Yeah. I, I, the I craft, think, right? It's the craft. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 I can appreciate those guys who were hardworking and they, they made the movie. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one thing, right? But like, uh, those movies will be like they won't be remembered like how uh Ray Har- Harryhausen movies have been like, exactly remembered. no that's a great a great point okay so like uh they won't like you'll look back you'll look back at Avengers they'll be like uh man that was just like American filmmaking on its knees <laughs> when it comes to special effects like it has it we're like okay we can see this this I'm like I can make that on my phone well I will say that like uh the more I look at um, the the people who were involved in Avengers, and the people who were involved in the way uh, Thanos moves, and when you actually start looking at what they did mm-hmm. to get it to that point, it's pretty remarkable. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, his poor stretch. Oh yeah, like, like he- it, it is. It is pretty insane that you can get to that point. But then you go back and look at Gollum, mm-hmm. and you see how well that was done mm-hmm. in his time fifteen years ago. Yeah, You're like oh, we really haven't done that much. Yeah, exactly. You know, there there is a. 
for the amount of money we're spending now and the amount of technologies out there now and the teams that we've got, the leap has not been that big. No, it hasn't at all. Like, if you look at Gollum from, like, uh, like Return of the King and stuff mm-hmm. like that, he, he, looks, he looks incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it, the, the leap from Two Towers to Return of the King, the, the CG was so much was, better. Was so much better, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think this it's movies that can, like, to stand the test of time I think like when it comes to practical effects and making them look good mm-hmm. those are the movies that are like those don't age no they don't age at all uh, again I'll go back to it I'll, I'll beat the dead horse for the last time Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, Ninja Turtles. it looks incredible now because it's real mm-hmm. you can they're tangible mm-hmm. in reality April can touch Leonardo or Raphael or Pat Mikey on the head mm-hmm. when he rolls his eyes it looks real because has real light hitting a real thing and real reflection on an actual glass eye that Jim yeah. Henson had his guys craft. Exactly. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's we forgive it so much more. Did did the uh, the people who did the special effects for the Ninja Turtles did they do the the Guyver live action movie as well? I feel the the wasn't Mark Hamill involved in that somehow too, right? I think he was the, he was the Guyver. He was he was a uh, uh, Sho Fukamachi. He might have been. Yeah. I mean, I I think they might have been. I don't know for sure, but I kind of feel like we've talked about this before. And somebody somebody told us that. Mm-hmm. Like somebody brought that up. They're the same guys. I think like, like the same I, I might have. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we'll check it out. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Oh, man. That was, uh, was kind of a big one. Yep. We had a lot going on today. That fled by. That that, that flew. It flew. Um, Holy shit. I, that's, that was a long one. That was a long one. I didn't, I didn't even notice the time, time, that time flew by. That's because we're damn good at what we do, homie. Yep. We are damn good at what that we do. That's a good one. Uh, you know who's not damn good at what they do? Mm. Uh, WrestleMania. Because, oh, well, that's not that. Yeah. yeah they're, they're actually very good at what they do, but they're getting canceled. They're not going to happen this year because well, potentially not because Florida's putting the ban on the the big meetings of people. Yeah. So uh, Hulk Hogan got into amazing shape to to take part in WrestleMania. Good. I hate Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I do not like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. But he got into great shape to be in WrestleMania. Nah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. WrestleMania's uh, not happening. NHL's not happening. NBA's not happening. It's all everything's canceled. Oh shit. Tomorrow's uh, SmackDown is going to happen at the Performance Center. In front of like a tiny ass crowd. Oh. I mean, like less than a hundred people. It's going to be incredible. That, well, you know what? That's uh, good for them. Good for them. They can they can they can see something that they they wouldn't be able to afford, maybe. So. Yeah, I mean, we could do a different WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We could do one with no fans, give them all their money back, and do something crazy. E three is canceled. E three is canceled. Uh, something else, something else. Massive. The Apple, Apple reveal got canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a little lot going on that's just not happening anymore. Yeah. But again, maybe maybe this is the reset we all needed, mm-hmm. and uh, get our minds right. You know what? Nobody nobody is going leaving their house that much, so uh, no one's driving their car. So pollution is uh, pollution is going down. Mm-hmm. There's there there's an upside. Yeah, there's an upside to everything, man. So maybe Mother Nature will see that and be like, maybe I won't kill them after all, mm-hmm. and she'll she'll slow down the way coronavirus works. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. I think we we hit everything. Oh, I was mad about Harrison Ford. I I, I no longer want to see Harrison Ford in a movie. Oh, but. Unless he's Han Solo or Indiana Jones. There is another Indiana Jones movie coming out. Well, that's the only thing I care about. Yep. And I didn't even care about Crystal Skull, but I'm kind of sick of Harrison Ford. I'm sick of his grumpy old man shtick. Yeah, me too. I'm sick of his, like, I'm the, I'm the guy who knows all the, the stuff. Like, you're, you're, you're a guy who built houses, became an actor. You never wanted to do it anyway, and that, that shows now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Take your, even ruin Call of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Even ruin that. Just go away. Oh, yeah. I need him to take a break now. Yeah. That was a paycheck movie. It was a paycheck so, movie. Yeah. Could have been so much better. Yeah. It's like it's it's close to us as like northerners, mm-hmm. like people in the northern like the northern country. Oh yeah, you know, Call of the Wild is like one of those things. Brad as little kids and we're reading books exactly. and shit. Yeah, but so I, to see him biff that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but as, I'll give him this: in, in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, he was excellent. Is he good? He's good. Uh, you know what? You know why? Because he he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to try. Oh, there. Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's a very, I'll like, tell you. He's one of the reasons I'm not watching that. 
Yeah, he's 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 like he's very somber because the movie's very somber, right? So yeah. he's it's, he's Harrison Ford in the movie. It's not like a like a hard hitting action movie. It's like a detective kind of thing. It's both. It's it's kind of both, huh? But it's it's more of a visual movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll like, probably he, do it. like he's not in the movie that much, and uh, but oh really? No. Uh, oh good. Yeah, it's mostly um, it's mostly uh, Brian Gosling, but like you don't want, but even then you like, don't pay attention. Just look at the background. Yeah, I think I'm it's I'm gonna beautiful. do that as a, a living wallpaper. Yeah, it's more than beautiful. a more than a Harrison Ford hate fest. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm tired. I'm I'm more no, tired no, of Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's, than he is of the world. I was glad. Well, I was glad when he died in Star in Star Wars. I was like good. Now you don't have to watch him for the next two crappy movies. Yeah, I still uh, still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. Not never gonna see it. I have not. I'm I'll, like I said, I will watch it when it comes my way, and I haven't paid money for it. But I'm not gonna pay money for it. And Disney is not getting my I'm cheddar. Not, I'm not. I'm not watching it at all. I'm definitely curious. I'm not curious. At but all. it's gonna have to show up like on over the air television, where they ain't getting my they ain't getting my funds. I think it's, I can't. I, I'm not gonna watch it. I can't watch it with anybody else because like the problem is gonna the problem is that I'm just gonna be shitting. It's on It's an people. alone watch. Yeah, I have to, I'll be like, what? The, like, who cares? It's definitely an alone watch. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Yeah. I can't. I can't do that either. Because I know. I know. We know what happened behind the scenes, so I can't enjoy the final product. Because I know it's 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 just a an amalgamation of like a bunch of people who are just Star like, Wars Justice Warriors. Yeah, and then and George Lucas just getting absolutely absolutely just crapped on. So, so it should have been called uh. Star Justice Wars. Yeah, <laughs> the SJW. <laughs> the SJW Strikes Back. Yeah. Did you? Oh, did you? By, by the way, finally, did you finally? Did you see that uh, that round table? Of those, uh, of Tom Cruise, Ewan McGregor, uh, what's his face? Was uh, it all deep fakes? Deep fakes, yeah. I I've heard of it. I don't know what it, I haven't seen it. Okay, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But the funniest thing, the funniest one is with the funniest person in that group is uh, is Tom Cruise. Is it the same guys who did the Tom Cruise deep face deep fake in the office? Yeah, you know that guy because he's pretty good. Yeah, that you know that Tom Cruise impersonator. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, he's quite tight. Yeah, he's amazing. And then with him, well, like, he's crazy Tom Cruise. Because just watch even his like facial reactions when other people are talking. It's it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> because he does that right. Like you ever see him on the Graham Norton show? Yeah. Like when other people are talking, he just looks amazed yeah, he's like, he's that like, he's with humans. Like he's uh, yeah, like Zuckerberg always looks like he has to pretend to be a human. Yeah. Tom Cruise is just blown away. That he's with humans. Yeah. He's an alien wearing a human suit. Mm-hmm. He's Xenu, come to Earth, and he's just blown away by people. Oh yeah, like, and even his side comments with Jeff Goldblum's talking. And he's like, uh, he's like John, Jeff Goldblum's like, yeah, you know, when we, we do this, and it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, then, yeah. then, then they go cut back to Tom Cruise. He's like, yeah, I love this guy. <laughs> I I will I'll definitely give it a watch. Yeah. I do like that uh, that crazy, like eyes wide open. Yeah, he's he's. Like I lo- I like Tom Cruise, but he's he's insane. He's cook. Yeah, but he's a I, I wish that guy the best. I think I think he's he, I think he's generally a good person. So I think so. Yeah. I, I don't think there's uh, malice. I, I think he's he's part of an organization that is shady as hell. Yeah, and he's in too deep. He'll never go out. But when it comes right down to it, I think um, if like a Xenu landed on the planet, he'd probably be like, "I told you guys," and something else landed and said, "There's no Xenu. It's all bullshit." He'd be like, "Ah, oh, bummer." Yeah. I don't think he's got any ill will in him at all. I think he's no, yeah, he'd be like he's okay, baseline. Yeah, he'd be like in a kooky way. Yeah, anything like anything that can make his life better. Yeah, I think he he like, he goes like full in. Yeah, even the the thing with the pills and the the mental illness and all that crap he did with the Brooke Shield stuff. Yeah, like I don't think there was any kind of malice there. I don't no. think he's trying to be like you guys don't know. I no. need to buy my drugs instead. No, that that that's just that's just like. Uh, for, for comparison's sake, that's like someone just forcing their religion on someone. Exactly. That's all it is. I mean, he's trying to make you better yeah. by it's, being on his it, team. Yeah, it works for me. Yes. But so... It it'll must work, work for you. you. It must, it'll, it'll work for you for sure. Then, then uh, um, Who's that guy who was interfering him? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the rapist. The rapist. Oh, he's not a rapist. He's a gropey, gropey Joe. Yeah. The guy who gropey lost, Joe. Yeah, the guy Matt who, Lauer. Matt Lauer. 
So when Matt Lauer lost his job, yeah, Matt Lauer lost his job. Okay, so let's put it that way. <laughs> well, um, he's touchy feely. Yeah, he's touchy feely. He but takes his dick out. Yeah, so like he was just like, uh, well, he was being glib. He was being very yeah. He was being glib. <laughs> he kind of was though. But I but he was like but it was like but he stayed. But it's good to stay steadfast against Tom Cruise. Well, it gives it him nowhere balls. to go, right? Yeah, like it, it does take some stones. Yeah, because Tom Cruise is pretty enigmatic. Like he's uh. He's he's a presence. He's a presence, yeah. And then for you to kind of like he's a five foot four presence, but he's a he's presence. He's a five foot four presence. <laughs> There's a title of this episode. Yeah, a five foot four presence. No, but he is a presence. Like he is a he's he's always exuding. Yeah, yeah he, he radiates. He radiates. Yeah. And for you to kind of like hold your ground, mm -hmm. you know, when the gorilla is charging at you, they mm -hmm. say don't run. Yeah. But it takes a lot of balls not to run. Mm -hmm. When the gorilla doesn't attack you, mm -hmm. that's what Matt Lauer did. Oh yeah. For all the taking his dick out and touchy feely. Mm -hmm. He stood in front of that five foot four gorilla, yeah, and he didn't move. Yeah, he didn't move. Yeah, so, um, yeah, if you had to like, if you had a choice to be Tom Cruise or Will Smith, who would you? Will Smith. Will Smith. Heartbeat. I do not want anything to do with a weird religion, man. Will Smith in a heartbeat, unless he's also a secret Scientologist. Yeah, I think he is too. I think. Well, he's I think he's, weird too. He's Scientology, Scientology adjacent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he's right there, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, for all we know, he's not. So if you were to ask me right now, what would it be? I'd be like Will Smith and Harpy. I think I'd want to more, know more about Tom Cruise than I would want to know about Will Smith. I want to know nothing else about Tom Cruise. Because I, I want to talk. I know I don't want to talk about his, his personal stuff. I just want to talk about about his movies. I because uh, I like his movies better than Will Smith's movies. I think I'll just talk to the guys who make them with him. Yeah. If I want to talk about just life and just kick it, yeah. yeah. Will Smith in a second. In, in a heartbeat. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, Will Smith was kind of fucked up for a while. For a little bit. Yeah. I mean, now in that uh, the Facebook thing they're doing, there's mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of he's uh, very open about yeah. all of his problems, right? Yeah. I would. Yeah. I, I would. I would grill him with like. I would. I would just grill him with like. Uh, like, like to be honest, man. Like I, I thought you were like, like Tom Cruise kind of weird. I thought you were like that's Tom Cruise. Like, what made you think that? I'm like, that, trust me, man. That's the vibe you're giving off. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, you were kind of holding hands with them, like, like hanging kodos, yeah, and asking what's wrong. Yeah, I'm like, I go to, Indi I'm like, I've seen that in India, like there were two guys hold their pinkies together. I'm like, you guys are like, kind of like, kind of like that. So it's like, a little, a little odd when you when you see that out there. You see that in a lot of places in the yeah. world. And then like, two guys walk by holding hands mm -hmm. or the pinky thing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I've had a bunch of theories about why that's super accepted there and um, why some other things might be kind of hiding in plain sight. But uh, I've talked about that in depth. I think that's time for another podcast. Yeah. But I do think there's a lot going on there. It's um, eh, a lot of it. You're looking at it, like that's kind of nice. Like, that's kind of nice that you guys can do that mm -hmm. and and really face no hate from a society that otherwise would hate that. No, because yeah, they, they outnumber. They outnumber. Right? They outnumber the pe people who don't like it. <laughs> they outnumber the people who don't like it. But then again, there's like there's all the rapes. So I guess there's that too. So I'm like, you know, you let one thing slide, but you know, yeah, there's all the rapes. Well, that's India's biggest problem. It has always been India. So India's biggest problem has always been India. Mm -hmm. That's a good place to end it. Yep, I, I think agree. the uh, the music's been going on for quite some time. All right, uh, I will say that is a show. And if you if you did enjoy this episode, mm -hmm. like it, like share it. it, share it, subscribe, smash yeah. that like button. Yeah, and uh, send us ideas. We what, what what you want us to talk about? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We get we we well, the whole idea is we want to grow mm -hmm. and we want to get bigger and we want to get better and then we can include a lot more of our listeners locally at least mm -hmm. uh, into this and we can do more stuff. Yep. And that doesn't really happen unless you know you you actually eh, hit that hit the like button yep. or or make a comment or say something. I don't care if it's good or bad. Say whatever you want to say. Did you like it? You liked it? Did you hate it? Tell me you hated it. I'm not gonna read any of it. No, read. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would appreciate that if you if you like it. Yeah. Just, yeah, just be vocal. Yeah. We. Uh... We can talk about anything. <laughs> we'll talk about whatever. Yep. Um, that's it. Peace out.